I'm going to do that real quick. Just do it again. <laughs> Restart? Yeah. <laughs> um, this is episode 147. We are going to touch base once again on the MLB locker. Not a whole lot. We're really more or less the, the couple rules that they agreed upon for the next season already. I think it's really? pretty interesting, but we're going to have that be part of our, our first ever DeHops flight of sports. So it's a beer flight, but it's going to be a round table, just multiple things that happen throughout the week that we want to talk about. Then we're going to talk about uh, the NFL Combine a little bit. No, I actually changed that up, didn't we? Because there was some breaking news in the NFL this week. So um, it, we're going to save the Combine chatter for a little bit later. But we'll breaking news. I mean, there's so much to talk about with the quarterback carousel Man, it's a lot going on. that we promised uh, that we were going to do that we never got to. Well, then we're going to talk about um, some Lions news as well and Mock Draft 4.0. A lot going on there, Ta-da. right? Then, of course, we got the Big Ten tournament starting, so we're going to talk about uh, Michigan, Michigan State basketball, kind of how they ended their regular season and what they can do to get their, their stuff back up and going here and hopefully go on a nice little run in the big tournament. Red Wings. We're going to talk some Red Wings as well. Trade deadline is about two weeks away, I think. Is that, is that about right? Yeah. Um, so what I actually did is I came up with the names that have been rumored about and kind of put them in my own categories. And we'll talk about that, and I'll, I'll give my thoughts. and that. Love to know what you guys think as well. So, yeah, it'll be, it'll be fun. Uh, I will give another Wednesday parlay in our Betting Hero segment. And, of course, we'll grade some Michigan beer from the Hops Brewing Company and Cafe, which we are at today. Before we jump in, I did want to give a quick shout-out to our sponsors, the Hops Brewing Company and Cafe and uh, Mac Web Design and Betting Hero. All of them help us keep this podcast free for our listeners. So Thank you. So uh, check them out and let them know that we sent you. It helps us. It helps them know that you heard about it on, on this podcast and helps us as well. I'm Sam Walthart. With me today, we got Ryan Walthart, Micah Smith, and Travis Nickel. Man, hey, welcome back. It has been a lot. Good to be back. See, you know, bit, I even so had well. to learn the fancy button, button here. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, no, but how you been, Trev? It's been a while. It's been good. Hockey season, I kind of hibernate or yeah, you away do. from you all. and then you barely even text me during hockey season. Hockey season's over, and I'm ready to be a friend again, a over dad again. Over officially, nice. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. How'd you guys finish <laughs> up? What's that? How'd you guys finish up? We had a good season. Um, f- we had a pretty good season for us. We had uh, last couple of years have been rough, but uh, the boys worked hard, and um, we had a tough out in the playoffs. Lost eight to seven, so it was to a who? wild game. Who'd you lose to? To uh, the old alma mater, oh. <laughs> yeah. So that was rough, Kenoa, but um, eight to seven. Them. That's eight a to seven. that's a Red Wings score, uh, right there. yeah, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Red Wings Toronto. Just taking after our role models. <laughs> no, that's good. I'm glad. I'm glad you're here. Thanks for being here. We love when you're on. Um, the only reason why I wanted to have you on is so I can rub it in your face that. Matthew Stafford won the Super Bowl. Hey. Right? Hey. Oh. Hey, that's pretty impressive. I'm happy for him. I yeah. never not liked the guy. I know, just, I you know, whatever. You suck. Yeah. I had to bring it up. <laughs> I had to bring it up. What we got is our, our first. So this is our, the, the hops segment, basically, is what we're going with. And if you're watching us live, I got the little um, beer sampler on there. It's a flight. You're playing so with some sk- new toys here, aren't you? I know. You? Yeah. Yeah. So no, I, got, I like it. This is I awesome. This, so it was my birthday this past week. Thank you guys for all hanging out with me on uh, Saturday. That was fun at uh Coopersville Brewing. Yeah, awesome. Shout out to them. They treated awesome us place. well. That, they have such good service. That was probably the biggest thing. Yeah. Good beer, good food. I, I was really happy with it. And, um, but anyways, it was my birthday, and my sisters chipped in and got me the stream deck. So I can, like, change – I can push buttons. For the people that are watching live, I'm just, like, switching scenes. Like, just a little click of the button. Look at that. They're going to get Look all, at that. Look at that. It's so cool. I'm, I, I'm so excited about this thing, so – and then I, I got uh, new streams too, like new stream uh, formats and stuff that I've been playing with, and 
Yeah, I mean, it's, it's fun. It's still just jumping around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, it was that was really fun. So it's our first. Uh, what what do, what do we want to call this segment? I was thinking like uh, the flight. The like flight. It. Yeah. So is it the the flight in? Oh, deep dive into the pod, the flight into the podcast. Yeah, maybe? we'll think about that. We'll one. Think yeah. We'll, yeah, I'll put it to a vote. But anyways, later. it's the DeHops segment. So, um, basically, the way that this segment's going to go, that we moving forward, DeHops flight of the week. Yeah, the flight of the week. I like that. Yeah, I like there we that. Go. Yeah. So Ta-da. each of us kind of come up with our own segment here, real quick, short ones. Uh, that breaking news, all that good stuff. You know, um, the one that I wanted to kind of bring up was the Kelvin Ridley. Uh, betting on football unbelievable i cannot believe that this actually happened so for the people that don't know calvin ridley he opted out like in october i think it was like week was it six or seven i guess i don't know how it all lined up but he he opted out from the atlanta falcons so he's a wide receiver for the atlanta falcons opted out because of mental health and then it comes out this year or now basically that he got caught betting on Football. Yeah, he had to set his mind straight to stop, <laughs> yeah. stop betting, right? My man just wanted man, to bet. He just wanted to make some it. more money. NFL memes put out an, a hilarious video of him running like the wrong way multiple times. So he's like, has the end zone. He would like stop and be like, trying to maneuver it. And they're like, yeah, he had the under in this game. <laughs> it was funny. I mean, but I mean, how, how weird is that? So obviously, the, the big one is Pete Rose. Everybody, everybody knows the Pete Rose story with him betting on baseball and his betting on his team. Now, Allegedly, Calvin Ridley did it when he wasn't playing for the team. Yeah, but is he betting on his own team? He did. Yeah, so he had the, do the Falcons winning that th- in a, in a couple of parlays. I think it was. Oh, okay. Well, you can do that. But I mean, it, screw that. I don't, the, I'm okay with him betting you, on the win. Do you yeah, guys think yeah. this happens a lot? A lot more than we realize. Hundred yeah. percent. I, I I have no doubt in my mind. Did, I mean, can uh, I prove it? No. Probably not on a platform. Probably yeah. Uh, yeah FanDuel promo yeah. code. And my bets or something, you know. Promo code Atlanta <laughs> Falcons official. <laughs> he probably used his yeah. real name on bettinghero.com and used promo code MI bets. Well, yeah, he had to fill it out and put his credit card information <laughs> exactly. in. Ridley burner account. <laughs> I'm sure they all have their own burners, though, right? Yeah, this burner is the fake Calvin Ridley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that wouldn't be Calvin. How, how, how much does it happen That's with fake. like with lower level teams that, and like like just random colleges that yeah. are on there and you're like who is this i bet you how it happens at college a lot more than than pro i would especially guess especially with all the prop bets like how many fouls in a game you know over yeah. under or like seriously it, yeah. missed free throws in a game or whatever it is and you're just easily could should cheat that and yeah. uncle from wherever i think the main <laughs> takeaway is that calvin really is definitely going to be banned from the baseball hall of fame <laughs> exactly no, right? like, yeah i mean I, so he's suspended indefinitely but they said at least the this season it's kind of wait I, do you see him coming for the whole back? season yeah he's suspended for the whole season oh my gosh you think that's a good punishment no i think that's think it's ridiculous. too much way too much really yeah he bet on his own team in a couple parlays give me a break yeah well i, I think that's what he got that's win. what he got caught doing i think is the, the biggest thing but can, can we go over a few random suspensions to compare it to yeah yes yeah. <laughs> okay Ray Rice beating his fiance, two games. Yeah, right. That was on video, by the way, right? Okay. Yeah, it was. Yes. Greg Hardy beats his girlfriend, four games. Adrian Peterson felony child abuse, six games. <laughs> Only Zeke that. Elliott hitting hitting a woman, six games. Oh my gosh. Josh Gordon smoking that. weed, six seasons. That would make about the most sense. Yeah, <laughs> that's too good. Trev, what, what's your uh, flight? Yeah, so uh, MLB just still, if you all care, because, you know, they're locked down. But they've come to some agreements. They have agreed to ban the shift, implement a pitch clock. Ban the shift is a 
key one. Holy cow. Crazy. Make bases larger. Um, huh? <laughs> yeah. Make bases larger. But they did say no to the uh, robot umps. So we're sticking with humans there. Um, right. but I they just, never make I, errors. I just, I think <laughs> right. it's just crazy. Like if we, the pitch clock is, is interesting is to speed it up. I mean, they, they done experiments in the, in the minor leagues. Um, it sounds like they're going to have a 14 second pitch clock with, uh, the bases empty and then a 19 second pitch clock with the numbers on base or with, with people on base. That's interesting. You, is that to the start of the motion? Like what ends the clock? I, I don't know. Is there going to be like a big buzzer? Because like mid, mid, mid pitch, and just yeah. a big buzzer. Hideo Nomo never would have been able to pitch. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be at the start of the motion. It has to be. Yeah, 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 I would assume yeah. so. Yeah. So, but like one thing that I, I the the smaller one, or I guess the bigger one, but is the the base size. Because <laughs> it's the smaller issue, yeah, but like the, go. out of these ones, but the the base size is really interesting because I feel like that's going to change. Like how many stolen bases do people get? By like inches, oh yeah, or get out by absolute yeah. inches. And so many. That's going to change that completely. Like if let's say second base is a little bit bigger, you're a little bit closer. You're a little so bit closer it's to first base. So you're funny. A little first closer. base too, right? Yeah, you're getting yeah. every. So like that one's really interesting to me. I, I feel like that one changes more than the the pitch clock personally. Helps pitchers. Like how do you, you think, think it helps like pitchers the size of the bases? Oh yeah, easy. I, more than that, because of all the close plays at first base, just think about it. Oh, yeah, I, I guess if you're saying for... Taking the distance away, yeah. I mean, the the bang-bang... Well, I guess it's... See, I was thinking more for the runners. No, it no, because no, it's 90 feet no matter what for the runner. Yeah. Okay. Are, are, are is we it? talking exponentially I think with the, larger? So that's what I'm wondering. The base like, is as big or yeah. it's no, going to no. be... Nope, nope, it's got to be. It's Because the first edge of that base is 90 feet. So then, okay. I, yeah, because like what I w- was reading is a big piece of this was the stolen base, but then that doesn't make a difference. It does make a difference with stolen base because the other side of that base is the side is the is so the it's not ninety feet then line. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like Shaq. Well, it's not ninety feet from base to base <laughs> from first to second, but from home plate to first base, that that edge is ninety feet. Okay, but then what about first to second and second to third? Shorter. It'd be shorter, right? It, I guess yeah, that, that's where, that's right where my brain went was the for the stolen bases. Like it seems like it'll be shorter distance to run. That's what that was the first thing that came to my mind. Maybe, which, which again, but, trying to create more offense. Yeah, all, yeah. trying to bring that back as an element. Quentin Berry might be on the Tigers again this year. Why not? Right? Sweet. Twenty-five yeah. for twenty-five. When you're Hamilton's back. But what do you think about the um, the the shift banning the shift? You you kind of scoffed at that one at first. But what, what, do you like it? Do you dislike it? I actually don't I'm, – I'm kind of okay with it, actually. I, it's going to let hitters be who they are more and just, like, take stupid. away – Why is it stupid? Didn't change the way you hit. Like, you, you, I don't know. I mean that's, – that's, that's such a that's such a, an easy way out because not everybody can hit at the other – you cannot force – all you have to do is cut the plate in half and then the pitcher needs to throw it in the inside half every single time. You can't just inside-out ball to the opposite field – when it's on the inside part of the plate, over and over, I would love to see them just take take third base okay. with the bunt. <laughs> like I don't know, just like I, I'm just asking that. Bunting's as, harder than hitting, in my opinion. Okay, so it that, is. Yeah, I always had a way harder time yeah. bunting. Yeah, I just feel like it, it should be should be done better, and and I, I don't like it either. I, I think it's like saying a team can't pull a goalie or a team has to have three forwards and two defensemen on the power play or something. It's like, no, like let us do what we want. What? We're taking a risk by shifting. Just beat it. I get like what you're saying, like for offense and stuff. Like, it, there's nothing more frustrating than when your team's up for bat, up to bat. Victor Martinez, for example, I remember him just crushing balls that would be over second baseman's head constantly. Well, it's because 
he was playing right field or shallow right field and they would yeah. get him out at first. Yep. That's frustrating. But at the same time, it's like just adjust. That, that's what goes in my – I know it's easier said than done, but these are the best hitters in the game The show it. Yeah, you know I, guess, I, mean? I guess I don't know how I feel about it yet. I, I, I'll have to think about it more. I guess one of the things that I am worried about is I love baseball, the mind game of baseball, and how – you know, you're always thinking. That's one of the best parts about listening to it or watching the game. Like, there's so much strategy involved in it. I think you lose that. So, what about a limit? Would that be better? A, a limit of number of times they can put a shift on? Uh, that would be interesting. I wouldn't hate that either, honestly. I, they did could, with the I just, think, I just don't think you should ban it. Although, I did see an interesting thing about this. Like, is it similar to an offsides? In what? Like, in other sports. Soccer, obviously hockey. Un- unfair advantage. Yeah. Like it, because you know you have offsides in, no, in hockey because if you didn't you could just have somebody stretching the entire ice not just two lines. I think they've seen the the huge negative impact to baseball as far as offense goes and just you know the way that players have developed their hitting technique to just swing up for everything and strike out like crazy. A lot of that is to to. Because of the shift, because yeah. that's because they're trying to hit home runs to beat the shift, rather than just learning to hit it the opposite field. No, no, no. Because it's easier to hit home runs long term than to hit it to the opposite field. You All cannot right. force people to hit it the other way if the, it's the ball's inside. Then, the then develop players in the minor leagues that can do that. The more I think about it, the more Adjust. I'm just like, I'm not gonna miss it. No, like I'm just gonna sit and watch the game. And I'm not going to be thinking of it. And, and the fact that they can't do it is not going to affect me. And, so, and when like, does it, it start? It kind of goes back to who does it? Who enforces it? Sorry, but like who? Like where does it? That, is it at the pitch? Can you start running like mid? I, I have a feeling that the minor leagues will probably implement it this year. Would be my guess. So I think we'll kind of learn a little yeah, bit watching watching that's all interesting. that. There's just going to be different strategies. People yeah. are going to be taking People off. People are just going to yeah, jump. There's going to be some crazy <laughs> stuff. On, on the one side of second base, you're just fucking <laughs> all the way over. Or, or is it going to be like you can't physically go into the outfield until like balls hit yeah. if you're an infielder? Like, is it going like to be that? that? I don't like that. They're gonna they're gonna split the field in half, most likely. Yeah. Or or put like uh, have, gradients in in some kind of way. But. You got to have two on each side of the base, basically in the yeah. infield. Yeah. I mean, that's really. I mean, you. Shift the outfield all you want, right? I used to, I used to do that. Yeah, crap is all that, the time. is that? Are you going to be able to shift the outfield? There's just, just honestly, like, I wouldn't be I surprised if the Rays already have a way around it. <laughs> uh, <probably laughs> they do, they do. <laughs> but hey, what are your thoughts, Mike? No, well, I want to go back to bunting though. I heard that was a proposal to be banned. Bunting mm-hmm. be banned? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I would hate that. <laughs> I would too. I, like, what are I we mean, doing? I, here, I had right? to check the day. I was like, it's not April Fool's Day, but. You know, I I thought there was something swirling out there on Man. Google. I just think that they're they're over us. Like, base. It's I feel sorry, like, I'm going crazy. But it's baseball. It, it's not it, all these rules is why the viewership's low. It's just well, there's no, other reasons. Well, the, I mean, even like the pitch clock. I mean, we have a we have a play clock in football that everybody just says is is normal, right? Like we just say shot clock in it, basketball. It's fine, shot clock. Yeah, yeah, like there's all kinds of things that keep the game moving for a reason and baseball has been the last one to implement any of those who wants the game to keep moving i mean like sam you said this before like look we're not complaining to hang out and watch some baseball well, I, I get yeah from the fan side when you're when you're attending the game sure but tv is what rules the day i mean that's yeah. what where all the money comes from yeah um moving on to the next topic micah did you yeah. have have one yeah so um yesterday uh everyone and their brother in the state of michigan who is following michigan sports specifically University of Michigan, was reporting that J.J. McCarthy is going to require surgery on his throwing shoulder. 
Yeah, so I was playing hockey, and I see it on my phone. I'm like, oh, my God. I think you texted it to me, actually. Yeah. Holy smokes. That's a big deal. Huge deal. Just entering spring ball. Spring ball just started last week. Yeah. Everyone's getting into workouts, getting into the mode, and all of a sudden, that, that feels like a huge drum bopped, a huge bomb drop. <laughs> bomb, bomb drop? Drop bombed. What, what, what are we talking about, politics right now? Or no? <laughs> <laughs> so... <clears throat> Do you want yeah, to? The, <laughs> no. the, yeah, so the Kinda. initial report is he's got a lingering injury from the Orange Bowl, and it's something he dealt with during the game. He did okay during the game, but now it's lingered into spring ball, and now different reports surfaced today that he's not going to need surgery per Jim Harbaugh. Honestly, it blew – like I was – when I went to go put some of this stuff on the, on the show sheet, I was shocked when I found out that he didn't need surgery. I don't know when it happened, but I didn't get an alert. I didn't hear about it. Right. Nobody was talking about it. I was like, how did that just get swept under the rug? No, he doesn't need surgery. That seems like a pretty big deal. Let me know, phone. Right. Alexa, if you're listening, or, or Siri, whatever it's called. Yeah, so Jim Harbaugh says, quote, lingering arm soreness, no surgery needed. That, I mean, they're, they're, that could also be a wait and see thing where yeah. they're just letting the inflammation go down and see what, what's really going yeah. on there. That's a little like to me, that's just as concerning or more than surgery. Like surgery, you're like, all right, this day and age, you get it done, you take care of it, you're, you're moving on. But get just the, the whole like, I mean, have we heard this in baseball before? Like, oh, we're just going to rest the arm for a little right? bit. See, and the next thing you know, it's Tommy John. How many like, times did we rest Matt Boyd's arm? <laughs> right, right. Like, well, I, and, and baseball is the thing that comes back to my mind because a shoulder th- soreness is the worst thing possible, but you don't hear about that in football. Like, that's the last yeah, right. thing you hear is about there, in football. Is there something about his, his, his arm slot and, and stuff that, that would be causing this, or do you think I, it's I all hit? I don't think so. I, well, that's what hit, I would want right? to know. It, I would want to know where he, when it started happening. Is this an injury? Is it is it because he just constantly yeah, is throwing? Is structure? And, well, no, he might just be out there throwing constantly. The kid wants to get better. Yeah, that's true. That's what like you hear he's about. Coming, he's coming home after games and just launching balls. Yeah. That, that happened every game. Yeah. Right. So so maybe he just took it a little bit too far right now or, or recently, and he's just trying to get better, and he's like, okay, I get it. I'm going to take a little step back here, maybe play the mental part of the game too, and, and just get better that way. You but, know, to Sam's point, though, watching him play this last season, you've seen him kind of not very graciously take hits or come to the ground graciously. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's been seemingly like chest, pad, shoulders first, Every time he went down, it wasn't. I'm going down by my knees, by my butt, my hips. Yeah, it was. It seemed he always like fought a dangerous, for that extra extra yard. Yeah, yeah, which is great. Yeah, yeah. I, for I, the Lions, to a extent for the Lions of two years. Ooh, hey, let's <laughs> get into that. No, I, I mean it'll be something to keep an eye on for sure, especially with the quarterback um, debate going on between the two. And I wonder if it's kind of a way to. Put a put a fire on that, you know, or not right. a fire, but put put a blanket over the fire and be like, let's stop talking about this. Right. Especially heading to spring ball, everybody will be wondering oh, who's gonna be, who looks better, blah blah blah. Like just eh. yeah. be a long just, time before anyone really cares. Ex- yeah, exactly. Um, but the last one for the day, for our flight topic is Ryan. You get you. We, this was more or less like a last minute thing because we we're gonna talk combine. Until everything happened in the NFL, so we yeah. wanted to try to shorten it up. But go go ahead. What were your some of the thoughts that you found on on the the combine? Well, first, there's a lot to wrap up with the combine. I think there's there's going to be a lot of player movement in, in people's mock drafts, and probably that influenced the GMs pretty significantly due to the times and and whatever the measurables that that you saw. And it wasn't just you know 
quarterbacks and Kenny Pickett's hand size that I'm talking about. Uh, I think the the standout groups were probably the wide receivers. Uh, there's a lot of speed out there. That's what I saw. And it's not just going to be first round guys. You might see second, third, fourth rounders, you know, that were running four threes. Uh, so if that's a, a need on your team, you might be able to get that later on in the draft. Um, but then probably the, the guys that made the most impact that I was uh, observing was probably the defensive line. And I'm talking Jordan Davis is the obvious one, Georgia. I mean, that was absolutely incredible running. What did he run? A four, seven, eight, I four, think. Seven. Yeah. 40 yard dash. That, that was the guy that I was like, man, if you can find a way to trade down in the teens. And I always look at the Eagles as a trade down candidate for some reason, just because it's easy to look at three picks in the teens. And I'm like, if you can get Jordan Davis right in the, the 15 to twenties, I would, I would I would prefer that than than take somebody at two that we kind of like. You well, know what I mean, well, you I don't think, love Hutch. What? You not love Hutch? I don't. No, not yet. He's a pivotal guy. I am, but I, I might not even be a pivotal guy. I think <laughs> I don't know. I, I, <sighs> well, that's a good point because his teammate, I'm talking Jordan Davis's teammate, um, Kobe Dean, edge rusher. Oh yeah, uh, Tavon Walker. Trayvon Walker. Trayvon Walker. Trayvon Walker also showed out. He ran a 4-6, 40-yard dash. He's like 260 pounds, 260-plus. Yeah. Freak of an athlete. I mean, he, he's long. Like, he, he has long strides, and he's not, like, the quickest athlete out there, but he is. he makes up for whatever quickness he doesn't have with incredible strength and athleticism. I think so. that's going to be one of my biggest concerns, like, really. like I, Look, you can look at the, the combine as one thing, but you look at the game film. And when you have this many guys showing up on a team like Georgia, you got to wonder how good they actually were on the game film rather than they just were that much better in every position that they can all look really good. You know what I mean? Depending on the matchup. That's something that I'm going to find really interesting. What, you know, what, I, what are you saying? You, I, you're saying that maybe either they made each other better? They make each other better, yes. Because they're, but they're not, only, not only do they have the best interior defensive linemen, they have one of the best measurable linebackers. They have one of the best... Edge yeah. rushers that we didn't really notice, and they all just they benefit from each other to the point that I don't I don't know if I believe what I see. If that makes sense, I I understand, but you remember the the coin flip in the we, national championship with Jordan Davis, dude. That guy, yo, you, yeah, no, like, in the Michigan game, in the, that's what, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, the, sorry, yeah, national the, or sorry, oh the not national championship. I, I wish, met, but the, the the game. <laughs> when you, oh my, like, I, I just pulled it up to see if I could find it, but like. <laughs> I, that game over, right? Yeah. Right at the coin flip. That was I, when I, I knew. I think Ryan and I kind of looked at I each other. I wish I could take like, my bets back right oh, there. Oh, boy. <laughs> what, what he's standing there looking like oh, Goliath. I couldn't believe the it. dude is a monster, uh, and he's fast. Yeah. Which, I mean, I don't care if my defensive interior defensive lineman's fast or not, but dude, it definitely helps. He's well, so yeah. big. <laughs> For sure. But the size of that monster, dude. Like, just I, send him out to the coin flip, just like they did. Oh, Every game, gosh. it's an intimidation. Just put him right back. next to the kicker. He'll look even bigger. <laughs> like, what, well, Send your kicker, send Jordan well, Davis, and he'll be like, oh, my What do you gosh. think that I would look like next to him? Like, uh, any of uh, us, I guess. But like, Probably a bit. <laughs> just, I don't yeah, know. I, I don't know. Well, I think, I think it's not only Jordan Davis, too. It's Devontae Wyatt. So, Devontae Wyatt ran faster than Jordan Davis did, if I'm remembering right. I think he ran like a 475, 40. Okay. This dude's 330 pounds. That's another Georgia guy. That's another Georgia so like, guy. They I had, they had three of the most yeah. incredible athletes. So I get your point about like, uh, were they making each other better? Is that kind of disguising their true abilities in the NFL? Because you couldn't just key in on one guy if you're an yeah. offense. Yep. However, I think the combine showed how much better 
this group was compared to everybody else. They were the three standouts to me. It was Jordan Davis, Devontae Wyatt, and uh, and the, on the combine in the combine in the combine and Trayvon yeah. Walker. I mean, they were they were showing up like crazy. It's um, crazy that Nicobe Dean would would go into that as one of the least talked about Georgia players. Oh, I easily. thought he was going to skyrocket easily. personally and measure well. Um, but yeah, he's not going to measure well. He's, he's pretty undersized, and he didn't want to. I, I guess I guess I meant much. like the the other stuff. Yeah, but. Not necessarily like measurements, but I just could not stop watch, looking at pictures of Jordan Davis. <laughs> like I just watch like, every one of them is amazing. <laughs> He's massive. Your wife's like, Trav, come on, stop, <laughs> right? <laughs> put stop a lion, looking at pictures again. Put a Lions jersey on. It'll be got a six to midnight over here. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, yeah, I might be I with think, you, Sam. Let's take them. Uh, I think. I think. Well, and I think man. that's that's really just kind of the tease for we're we're going to get into some prospect rankings at each one of the positional rankings and the combine had a lot to do with it yeah and i the wide receiver rankings went through last week i guarantee you there's a lot of differences from my point of view yeah no i I completely agree um so let's get into our beer introductions but before we do that before we wrap up our the hops beer flight segment i would want to remind everyone that the hops brewing company and cafe is open and pouring some of the best craft beer i should really get rid of the is open that was more of like a COVID thing. Yeah, like, like they're back. They're back. Hey, yeah. they're open. Hey, they're open. I'm going to cross that out, and I'll probably read it again next week because I'll forget to cross it out on the show sheet. Yep. But, uh, pouring some of the best craft beer in West Michigan, the revamped food menu, rotating taps, wine and ciders, make the hops perfect for whatever you have going on from dinner with the family, late night drinks with the friends, and everything in between. The hops is becoming a staple in the West Michigan restaurant community that we highly recommend to our friends and listeners. Even Ryan and, and Jill went out for Jill's birthday on Friday. They're like, where are you going to go? I kind of want to go to the hops. Been here twice. Like Jill, twice in Jill's two weeks. a big the hops fan. Yeah, now, twice so. in a week and a half, probably actually. Yeah. So yeah, we're we're uh, this is becoming home a little bit. They also have the Taco Tuesday, which we uh, are here on Tuesday. We didn't get any tacos today. We should we should got some of those. I didn't even think about it. Um, but you can pair a taco uh, with a two fifty seltzer margarita seltzer, which are solid. So um, yeah, it's a good way to go. They also have new mahi mahi tacos. Not your father's grilled cheese and smothered fries. I was talking to the cook. Sorry, I forget his name. You guys know his name? Probably not. No. Um, about the smothered fries, he recommends those hard. So I, I gotta, I gotta try them. I gotta try them. What was that burger and beer thing? Was that Friday's special? That, that picture that, of that burger. Yeah. Ooh. Trav's Fr- literally pulling, <laughs> pulling up when Jordan Davis walks up. Jeez, Trav. <laughs> just, I just gotta see you again. Um, but anyways, the hops is the official brewery state of my sports. And if you mention state of my sports, you'll get a nice little discount off of your first beer. If it's craft beer in Michigan sports, we may not be the authority, but we love both like a fat kid loves cake. This is state of my sports. Anyways, we're going to get into some breaking news in the NFL. Um, it was breaking today. We were going to talk one? combine. Yeah. Let's start with the the, the one that will we'll, uh, get Mike a little little. Ex- oh my gosh! Look at that guy. He is absolutely beast. Just is number sixty nine Wyatt? Because that guy is a good size man too. Good. Just just wait. Ninety five is Wyatt. Look at then you got like just just our wait. Guys yeah. So teeny compared. Like just look at the difference. They're men, man. It's crazy. Yeah, you can turn that off. I don't want to watch anymore. No, 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 seriously. You, like you just got to watch when they stand next to each other the first time, and you're like, this is not going to go well. <laughs> I got to see this. Hutchinson's just like, I mean, Hutch is, all right. I don't know. Hutch is tall, man, but big, dude. big dudes. Anyways, um, the Aaron, Aaron Rodgers agreed to a four-year, $200 million uh, to stay in Green Bay, although it is still a report, and we don't know all of the details. Yeah, I'm 
sure it is pretty close to what we're hearing, right? Probably. Um, <laughs> it's kind of it was funny because uh, Ian Rappaport announces it, and then uh, uh, McAfee McAfee gets all on, on. No, this isn't true. It's not real. No, dude, let me uh, let me do this. I was supposed to. And all of a sudden, anyways, I think uh, Rappaport <clears throat> got his uh, feathers ruffled a little bit because McAfee came out with the news first. What's that? Sorry. McAfee came out with the news first. Oh, he did? I think Rappaport was a little upset. I thought Rappaport came out with it first. And then McAfee said it was It was wasn't announced true. on McAfee. Oh, it was? Yeah. So he was, uh, Rogers was on today? Or no? No, he no. wasn't on, but he, he told McAfee him. actually had inside sources from Rogers' camp contact him. And so he put out his tweet, and then Rappaport, I think three or four minutes later, followed up and, you know, had to put, puff his chest out a little bit. Yeah, so I, I we got to pause a second. I'm sorry. I went way too fast. We got to do our You're beer good. introductions. And then we'll get then we'll pick up where we left off with here with uh, Why don't we just keep this conversation going? Because we got to do our beer What are we drinking today? Oh, okay. Should, we should, can do that. Should I have thrown the beer introductions after that segment or um, Sorry. You, you just got off schedule and you're, you're I know, freaking out. I know. All right. So, let's <laughs> tell everybody what we're drinking and then we'll get back into Aaron Rodgers. Oh, okay. Uh, who's got full mango? He just yes. he just had to ruin the Aaron Rodgers talk. That, I don't Where's the menu? Oh, Trav's got it. Trav, what are we drinking? Do it up. Or Micah. <laughs> All right. Let's throw uh, them in the Here we go. Can you read without the, your glasses? Yeah. The, oh. I can read with the glasses. Yes. You can't hold it see out far away. Farther? Cranky Flamingo. I'm going to let you do the reading. <laughs> a it's brand small, new. A little small font. Cranky Flamingo. It's a, it's a ghost brewed with Himalayan pink sea salt and dried hibiscus flowers. Uh, the tart flavors of pomegranate and citrusy coriander, hints of salt with an e- effervescent, Effer- yeah. effervescent body. Yep. It's a new you word. It. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Think spring with this refreshing brew. It contains wheat. 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 It's a 4.8%. Obviously here at the Hops Brewing Company. Uh, so far, so good. I love the, the saltiness to it. I'm not going to lie. I'm a big fan. It's not their first hibiscus beer either. No. Seems to be a trend. I like it. What's the percentage? Did you say it? 4.8. 4.8. Perfect. Love it. All right, let's get into some Aaron Rodgers talk. Sorry. You know me. The way my, my brain works. All right, Mike, I want to know your, your thoughts. Uh, Obviously, as a Packers fan, you, you, you I, I start, love you having them back. Uh, we're not having to start over right now. I mean, you could, you could force the, the rebuild window right now. I get it. But I think anyone would kill to have someone that's a back-to-back MVP on their team. And he's staying in Green Bay, and I, I love it. What that means for the next four years, couldn't tell you. You know, I'm still holding my breath on numbers and how it's going to be cap friendly. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, I, I really don't believe Ian Rappaport right now. I mean, I mean, pr- probably that 200 mil is probably fairly accurate. How it's built out over those four years, I don't know. Yeah, that, that's the key. It's, it's the out because I feel like it's a two-year window. That's the way I look at it. It's the only way it can work. And then how 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 is it built to make it so it's – somewhat friendly for the for the team to get out from under that after the fact because right. if, let's be honest well, if Aaron Rodgers was thinking about retiring this year he's gonna be thinking about retiring next year he's gonna be thinking about retiring the year after that's just the way it works as soon as you start thinking about it right you got one foot out the door that's that's not something mm-hmm. that you're just like wake up today and be like yeah I'm not gonna retire for the next four years you know what I mean right, right. so, so I, I agree that yeah, is an I don't interesting know. factor it's, it, it. it's gonna be an interesting you know next couple of days whatever the numbers pan out to be and you know what the new GM is going to be what he's thrown himself into. Mm -hmm. You know, it's going to be interesting to see him work the draft, see him work the roster, 
Uh, Green Bay is going to lose some key players, um, but who it may be and how they do it, I don't know. But they've been doing a lot of restructuring of a lot of uh, those those popular players' contracts lately in the last week. I think obviously prepping for something like this. So um, yeah, we'll see moving yeah, forward. Yeah, it's it's crazy how you can just find cap space out of midair. It's just it's just insane how they can do that kind of stuff. Well, it's amazing. I think it's quite a bit different nowadays. You know, the last few years have shown all the restructuring and uh, you know oh your roster bonus and we're going to turn this into this. We're going to turn this money into that. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. You know, that, that seems still new to me. Well, even, even with this contract, they're saying like, we don't know what the cap hit is yet. So yeah. like the structure of the contract is everything, but they, mm-hmm. but they're already down Zedaria Smith, right? He's not, he's not back. Right. Te- technically uh, he still can be, I think he's a cut casualty. He's, he's technically supposed to come back. Okay. I thought he was, I thought he was he's out got, he's got he's, a nice little, like he's got his his contract structure well that he can he's get cut. He, he's yeah, probably they can't be cut. they can't afford They're gonna him. They're going to keep Rashawn and uh, Preston Smith. Yeah, um, I, obviously here being the the Michigan sports podcast, I think all right, what does it mean for the Lions? Mm-hmm. My first thought is, all right, well, it's, as much as we like what the Lions have been doing. They're not jumping the Aaron Rodgers thing. They're not jumping the Packers. Packers are going to be going all in more than the, the Rams have in the last couple of years. You know what I mean? This is their window. They're like, give us yep. one more. We will do everything and anything to make it happen. They've already made that decision, and I'm sorry. Lions, Bears, Vikings, you guys are nowhere close to being able to to, to change that right here, right now. Well, it's only going to be a two to three, two to four year window. I mean, that, I agree. There, I think things it's, are going to yeah, change. Yeah, I, I agree they, with that. It can't last forever. Um, sorry, go ahead, Ryan. Or Trev. Yeah, I don't know, guys. Like, <laughs> like, listen. No, you can go. Yeah. You can go. So You're thir- to. So thirteen wins last three years, right? And they're they're obviously just dominated the division. Like I don't know how this is anything good for for us. And and the fact that you're like, oh, yeah, we're, the rest of the teams, including the Lions, just let it happen. Let them go win their their games and win thirteen games again. And 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 we can't make the playoffs. We can't have a rebuild. Like you talking about us part of a rebuild. Like three years. Like where are we going to be in three years? Possibly two different coaches. Okay. Like if, if why would why would that happen? Yeah, I don't know you, because you like took this too far. No, I'm not taking it too far. Yeah, like, what's are. the average life of a coach lately? <laughs> I mean, no, short. No. The point is short. No, the look. point is, are we are the Lions ready? They to, need to be. Are the Lions ready to compete in the next two to three years? Are they? I, or are they, they in the middle they of a rebuild? Should be. I think this they is in are baseball. Potentially two. Potentially two. That's the way I look at it. Okay, and in potentially two or three years, maybe the Packers ran out of money, and now and now they're on their way down. Well, who's yeah. got time for two or three years in the NFL? The, um, people who the are teams. I mean, obviously, we've been Lions. waiting for fifth since '57. Yeah, I'm the, saying, like, uh, we're gonna have another rebuild because we're gonna fire everybody again. Okay, okay, no, okay, I, okay I think okay. this is different. I, I think I it's don't different. Think you're going to? I don't think so either. I think this is a different regime. I think this is different ownership. So and I, I, I hope believe that you're they're, right. They're going to. They're gonna give this team the time. As long what is the time? No, no, no. Hold on. You, you keep jumping ahead as if this is going to be a failure because you have l- expectations of a Lions fan. you got to stop doing that no. and say, no, 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 are we ready right now? No. How many years is it going to take for us to even possibly well, be ready? giving At that time? At least two to three years. Every single time we've done this, we've, we, we, we should We don't have a quarterback. 
We had a quarterback and went through how many we coaches? We don't currently have a quarterback. I'm telling you what we have right now. You keep jumping to the I'm past w- or the future Ryan, Ryan, as if you know Ryan, what's going to happen in two Ryan, years. I'm with you 100%. No, you're not. We're yes, just, I am. We could I, not be farther we away We are from on each the other. same page with that, but my point is d- to keep... <laughs> no, to keep talking about this as if like, oh, we're, we're going to be better in a few years... Hopefully, but does anybody have that much time? The point, uh, the point is the duration of the contract for Aaron Rodgers right now versus the readiness of championship contention for the Lions right now. I'm with you. On this that. does not impact the Lions' future rebuilding I, plans. And the, the way I looked at it is, I think it actually helps the Lions because let's say the Packers went in rebuild mode. Let's say it does. They do. Then Lions look at this and be like, "We're actually potentially ahead of the Bears." And ahead of the Vikings. If we possibly, stay consistent. Possibly. But the, the bottom line is we don't have to do that now. Now we can stay the course. We can be patient. We can continue the rebuild instead of being like, this is our chance. Let's, let's just get in the playoffs. I hope, and, and I hope this, you're right. This thing. I hope you're right that I, we do uh, that we are patient. My thing is, will we be patient? We don't need to be 7-10 be- making the playoffs. I believe this regime, they, this is the first time. Like, let's be honest. Yeah, we've had new coaches. We've had new offensive coordinators, new GMs. We have. But that's because we had the quarterback. We had the quarterback that can win a Super Bowl. They were trying to find the recipe to make that work. That's why we recycled. That's why we had, not recycled, but that's why we went through the, the loop of new coach after new coach. Oh, so right other now, coaches haven't been don't. fired for, uh, for not having no. a quarterback? They, I, can, I can go down the what, list if you want. What, like What he's saying is, okay, correct me if I'm wrong. What he's saying is the nature of the division is creating the timeline for everyone right now. Yes, I mean it's 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 just the the natural the natural way it's going right now is Green Bay at four yeah year four is probably going to be in the dumps and someone else is going to be up there and that's and when you attack why 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 not time it out the nature of the build. timeline is based on the success of the Lions and how bad we need badly we needed to start from scratch and rebuild yes this, that's the nature this of is, the timeline okay. this is year two of the rebuild we're just starting year we're, two okay we're can I can I can I just to six or seven wins in year two to then build for okay the so that's what I'm getting at like if there is a consistent growth like because we were in year two of many rebuilds I, I and I'm with you guys. I think we, so, if we stay the course with this regime, I think it's better. Because when I'm looking at the coaches that have been fired, like three, two, one, three, four, five, you know, three seasons. Hey, listen, listen. I'm talking, but that's years. Yeah, that's yeah, seasons, yeah. No, right? I gotcha. So, so an average of three to three and three point two is what we're at. Then. What I'm getting at, though, listen, is if the Lions do stay the course, I'm fully on board with what you're saying because the teams that have done that, it's paid off a little bit. Can can you name the names that that, that got fired that you were talking about there? Because yeah. I'm, I'm curious to who their quarterback was. Well, just a minute ago, you were saying that we we fired coaches because we had a quarterback. Exactly, we don't have a quarterback. All right, so Vic, so so Broncos Vic didn't have a quarterback. Yeah, yeah, but they failed on how many different draft picks. So right. it's a new GM. Nagy a new didn't coach. have a quarterback. Well, they they traded up to get um, Mitch Trubisky, and it failed. And Justin Fields, right? getting at and that. And Justin Fields, like I, I agree with. You. I'm not disagreeing with you anyway. Like Zimmer's eight years, so that's like the outlier. There's an outlier of a one year and an outlier of eight years. If we took those out, whatever. But Matt Nagy, we went there already. Brian Flores, where was he at again? Miami. Miami. Dolphins. He was. Was he before? To, uh, Tua or during yeah. Tua? Joe Judge, two years. Joe, Joe Judge, Judge, two years. Yep. Yeah, Daniel Jones. Yep. 
They already had their quarterback. Also, like, but is he? But no, they, David Coley. Hold on, no, they already. Bill, the organizations hitch their wagon to a quarterback. When the quarterback and the coach don't work, who's going to get the axe? The coach, because you can out, you can throw that money out the window and hire somebody right. else. You can't do that with a top five draft pick. You have to pay the guy. You have to. It has to work. Guys, they they told what, us we don't even have to guess. The Lions told us what their plan was. Their plan was to have a. A slow, sustained. They said that with the last group. No, 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 no. Stop. No, no, sustained no. Sustained success. That's not trying to that get anything. That is not true at all. That's it not trying. No, no, no. They're, no, no, no. Stop. They're not trying to go through and go and sign like veterans to make wins happen. They're look at the draft picks last year. They started on the offensive line. Went two on the defensive I'm line. I'm with you. They're no. They're they're building. In a foundation, processes. I agree, and I Sam, I get where you're going at with that, and I agree with what you're about to say. But listen, they they, they did have they they wanted higher expectations, so they wanted can't to win. Take from but, the listeners, let me say what I want no, to say. Say what you're going to say. Bob Quinn <laughs> said nine wins wasn't good enough. It wasn't. We need to rebuild this thing with Matt Patricia. But it was, they did we needed rebuild a, it. Yeah, they had to. They because tried they, to do the, because, what they wanted. Yeah, because the coach sucked. Yeah, and it didn't but, work. All right, can I can I do but something anyway, really sorry. quick? Yeah. Can we just stop this and then move back to the to the quarterback thing? <laughs> Aaron no. Rodgers or the quarterback or what? What are we talking? Yeah. No, 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 the NFC North because in the end, he's back. Right, the the Packers are not going downhill like we thought. They could potentially just plummet, and now the Lions have a chance for what? Chance to do what? Maybe. Maybe go too fast into this rebuild and then and spend too much which money. I don't want. I'm up. with you guys on that. That's fully. Sam's, that Sam's point. And this I agree not, with that point. This, yeah, that, that's what, I'm just. I'm there's just not nervous. a little carrot. There's not a little carrot dangling there saying, "Hey, you could win seven games yes. and win the North." Exactly. Right. Yep. Here's a playoff spot. That's the whole do you point. want it? Do you want it? Because it's easy. But, it's easy to get yeah, here. Still do it the hard way. Let's, yeah. Let's do it the hard way. Let's do it the not really the hard way, but the the right way. I hope you're right. Foundation. Build the foundation. Like the Rams did, took five years, or like like the Chiefs did, took you know took uh you know one year to make the playoffs, but six to win the Super Bowl. Like you you had patience with your coaches. I hope that you're right. If we have the patience, because I'm nervous that it's not going to go well, and then we're just going to quit and restart again. So, are you nervous that it's not going to go well because of what we know as Lions fans, or do you are you nervous of what, it's not going to go well because of something you saw with Dan Campbell and Brad Holmes? Which, um, which is it that makes you think that it's not going to go well? The, the first, like the, the, the that just were, because of the Lions. It's yeah, a little bit, like like or not just because of Lions, but because of trends too of just firing coaches for no reason. We're yeah. not necessarily a reason, but like without letting them do yeah. what they're going to do. No, I, I do I believe you. this in this like this 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 I don't know administration's the wrong word, but you know <laughs> organization regime. like regime. I regime yeah. Like I want I I do believe in it fully. I'm actually excited about it. I'm just nervous that when you add Rodgers back into it, it makes us even further away in the short term. He almost and left. Be, and because and because the, the the world we live in is so short term. That we're not gonna like ride it out long enough to get Rogers out of here. Like, I, like that's that's the whole point. I don't know if I, that makes fully sense what I'm getting at, but I just hope that we survive it because I do think we're on the right path. You're saying the same thing, just in different yes. contexts. Yes, yes, that's what I'm trying to go towards. We don't want to rush the rebuild, so we're saying it's not a bad thing that that they're not going to be tempted to try to do that. Correct. Exactly. I just hope that I hope that Fords have the patience. With this, with this regime, they not will, to give up. They will. They don't have any other choice. There you go. They already did that when they started over with Matt Stafford. Yeah, they, 100%. They, they were forced into that direction. Yeah, yeah. I hope you're right. I, I, I think, I think they will be right. But some just moves, based on the moves, trends, is what's making me today, nervous. Some moves today also helped us along that way. 
Yeah, I mean, we can definitely get into yeah, those. Let's yeah, let's get, yeah. Um, but one, one more thing that I wanted to bring up a, cu- a couple, I guess, just more questions is, with the Packers being where they are, they're, they have a one, two-year window that they're going to be going all in with, right? They're going to be selling the farm. They're doing everything they can to give this window one more championship. As they run. should. As they should. And what is that going to do to this draft? I'm not saying the Packers are going to trade up and go crazy, but they're going to do something. And, and it's not only that, but it, other teams are going to try to match it as well. You know what I mean? We're going to get into the Russell Wilson thing. What are the Broncos going to do? What are the Seahawks going to do? Like, this is these moves that happened today were the first two pieces to really shake things up in this draft. We're going to do a mock draft here soon, but it's like, it's, it's kind of pointless because we don't know right now because this was the first, and it, it hit. Luckily, before the podcast was recorded, instead of tomorrow morning, and then everything's old news. But like, man, this is this right here changes the landscape not only of, of the division but the NFL because right now this is Rogers' league because Brady's gone. That's really the biggest thing. Rogers is on top right there in saying we're going all in. Russell Wilson's gone. Brady's gone. Yeah, I mean, well, Russell Wilson's moving, so it's kind of changed. Out of the NFC, I'm saying. Oh yeah, so. Oh. But I, I just come on, I, guys. I, I think the Lions can take it. I don't think the Lions and Packers are going to make this trade. Packers trade up to two, get who they want. I don't think it's going to be anything crazy no, like that. No. But no. if they move up to the Eagles spot, do they move up to in the top twelve? Do they move up to get that top quarter or wide receiver to give to Aaron Rodgers to match with Devontae? That's the kind of stuff that I'm like. If that years, happens, so. that is going to be absolutely nuts, and it's going to shake this draft up, and we're going to get more and more talent. I, no, is the way you I look know at what it. would and, be mind blowing to me as a Packers fan is if they took a skilled position in the first round. Because that is... It screams that they won't. <laughs> well, besides Jordan Love, that, that's not any skill. No, backup quarterbacks aren't very terrible. So besides that, it has been DBs, it has been offensive line, defensive line, it's been linebackers. I, have, I don't remember seeing a wide receiver picked in the first round by my team. In my lifetime, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. Jordan you. Love's got to be on the market at this point, right? He's going to be I, shipped off. I would assume. I think they're they're going to have to release him. I don't think anybody wants him because nobody knows what he, what he is. No, that's not true. It's a Jimmy. It's a Jimmy G situation. Probably not as as Jimmy G started for almost a whole season. Yeah, like they, they, they know, know what what he's get what Jimmy G was. Yeah, Excuse but me. but you, you can make anybody look good if they, if, if the they don't Packers have a lot of tape. Love look good. <laughs> I'm just saying I think I think he's got some value. I think he's got some value. There's a lot of teams that need a quarterback right now, and they're not all going to go in on a young guy. They're going to go get a cheap deal and take a shot on a former first-rounder and see what see what he's got to offer. You don't uh, think so? That has athletic ability? I don't. I, I think the league looks at this situation. You don't think love. Sam Darnold started last year? I, I think, Hilarious. Man. Right? I mean, we knew what he was. Justin Fields in two years, he'll get some traction somewhere. So, I mean, do you really think teams are going to be buying into that? No, I'm just saying there's still an unknown to him. He's athletic. I think he, yeah, he had a lot of unknown. buzz just two years ago, and he hasn't been put in an easy situation anytime he's gotten some playing time. It, so I went to family night uh, in August and went to Lambeau with the family, got to watch all the backups, all the second string, all the starters, and it's, it's honestly hard. Like, it, it's kind of laughable when you have – someone like Aaron Rodgers on the field at the same time as Jordan Love, and Jordan Love's just – he is just straight up as not as accurate as Aaron Rodgers. And it's, it's, it's hard to, as a fan, look at that and go, boy, he's just never going to match up. He's never going to match up. But, you, like, you got to keep, keep 
keep in mind that you're you're watching one of the most prolific people to ever play that position, and he's playing at peak level, and you're comparing a second-year guy to someone who's been in the league for 17, 18 years? Yeah. Even, well, it, e- even if somebody wants to trade for him, they're going to lowball, and they're going to get nothing close to what well, they invested. He's going to be part oh, of the package no, to move all. up. He's going to be part of the package. You're talking about being aggressive in the draft. That's one of their opportunities, right, yeah. to just be a part of that trade chip. That's true. Um, one Another big news that happened in the NFL was Russell Wilson and a fifth-round pick were traded to the Denver Broncos. Trav, settle down a little bit. He's a Broncos fan. Uh, for two first-round picks, table down. two second-round picks, <laughs> Noah Fant, Shelby Harris, and Drew Locke. I look at this return. Before we turn the page completely over to Russell Wilson, I look at this and I'm like, thank God the Packers didn't get that type of value in a trade because that would be that's the type of thing that I'd be like, okay, We've been waiting for the Packers to rebuild, and they just jumped us in the rebuild. That's where I'm more excited. It's like they didn't get value for Aaron Rodgers in the trade market and all that stuff. That's where I'm like, that's what I wanted to see because that's the type of thing that can hurt the Lions when we're ready to win. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean, and that was that was double the amount that was allegedly on the table two days ago for Rodgers from Denver. Really? Dead serious. Reports wow. out of Denver that Broncos Bron- had. Do you think the Packers would have taken that? That? Yeah. Probably. And just said, we're done with it and just wash your hands. And Probably. Go. Double. Because the report was they were going to offer the ninth pick this year, their second round pick this year, and next year's first for Aaron okay. Rodgers, and that is it. Wow. Interesting. I mean, he's older. So, I mean, yeah, Russell's yeah, 33 he's older, and, been and, thinking and Rodgers 38. 38, 39, I think almost. Right. Yeah. It is a big difference, Different and that's probably why. As well. But Russell Wilson, um, no major it doesn't injuries. really affect the lines the way that Rodgers, the trade, did. Um, but it is a huge potential shakeup in the draft again. I mean, you're moving – I want to say what were the Broncos. They were nine overall. Is that is that fair? Yeah. Now the Seahawks are there. Are the Seahawks looking to replace Russell Wilson? Are the Seahawks saying we're going complete rebuild? Are there – are there assets up for sale that we can trade for? Like all of those things come to mind. Like not, I'm not saying I want to be trading draft capital for, for any of their players, but I'm just saying this is just another piece that's tumbling and it just changes everything, everything. And I love it because I've been getting so comfortable in my mock draft simulator. It's like, this is what's going to happen. And I know if I do this, I'll get this trade. It's, it's new now. I'm sure tomorrow when I when I'm playing on it tomorrow night, I'll be like, hey, this is fun. <laughs> it's new. Three I mean, hours it's like, later. Yeah, right. <laughs> I should get that one. <laughs> Kyla would love that drop after lines. Three. Uh, that'd yeah. Be, that's, that'd be a good one. No, but I mean, it's it's a big, big move. And both of these things happening, it's just, it's crazy. And the Seahawks, I mean, I, I'm confused what they're going to do. And just the carousel's moving, and, and people are finding their seats. It's, it's crazy, and I love this kind of stuff. This is why NFL does it so good because what, what month is it, March? First week of March, second week of March? And we're talking NFL? Mm-hmm. That doesn't make any sense, but it's happening. Mm-hmm. And I, I wonder, I, I seriously sit back and wonder if, like, Roger Goodell's like, oh, boy, Ridley bet on, on football. <laughs> uh, all right, Rogers, you know what to do. Russell Wilson, we'll get this thing rolling. We got to get the – let's change the topics, right? I mean, that seems like a Goodell-type thing. But, I mean, what do you guys think of this trade? Anything anything stand out to you? I I can't believe how much Denver gave up for Russell Wilson. I don't think Russell Wilson's bad. I think he's a great QB. I think he is kind of 
outstayed his welcome in Seattle. I mean, he's given Seattle a lot. Um, other than that, I think he's going to be great moving to a different city, a different team. I, man. Think I think he's going to do well. I'm just surprised at how much they gave up. It seems, seems like, like a, lot. a lot. My man, he won. He's he's won the same amount of Super Bowls as Rodgers. No, I know. I just I know. been to more there. Super Bowls. <laughs> and um, yeah, so lost that, one too though. I, I, I been to more. Single-handedly think, lost the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, so this might get Sam, you know, happy. <laughs> that was coach. But yeah, that yeah. Was, that this was is a little bit of the Stafford factor, though, right? One hundred percent. This is the result of Stafford. I was. I couldn't wait to bring that up. Yeah. yeah. Really? What, like, what do you guys mean by that? What do you mean? I mean, go the fact and that the Rams get are, are a just quarterback. Go get oh, because the yeah, yeah like I mean, last year. Think about no, it. it. The Rams had a, a lot of pieces. They went and got how many? How many times have the Rams been given up pieces lately? Yeah, and, in, and, in and draft. Not only that, like the this isn't the first time Elway's done this. I mean, Manning is the same scenario. He brought Manning in once, one Yeah, but that was Went a free pickup. He didn't give yeah, up anything. Yeah, but he still brought him in. Like, I, I think he just realizes the importance of a quarterback when you have a lot of other pieces already in place. I think. I think when when you're looking at the Broncos, how ready are they to win right now? That's what I wonder. I really wonder. Because I'm, I don't. They're, they're ready right now. Hold on, because seven you got, and ten team with a new coaching staff right now. New coaching staff, seven and ten, yeah, but, against Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, that's the problem. The that division is, the, is the division Derek is Carr. loaded. Derek Carr, who, and like, Justin Herbert, and Justin Herbert. Like, the, I, the division is loaded, but their defense is really solid. They have great weapons at a receiver. I I just think that it is a solid team. Young corners, a great running back. Now, at the, the going back to the the Stafford argument, it was like, all right, is Stafford really better than Russell Wilson? Is he going in and being the best quarterback in that division? Because what is it? Well, it was Russell Wilson. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo and Kyler Murray. Stafford was like, all right, where does he kind of stack up? Well, he obviously was the best, and, and he took them there. So now maybe that maybe that is the case. Maybe Russell Wilson can go in there and be like, yeah, these guys are good, but I got a full team around me now. Because the, the Kansas City Chiefs, as good as Mahomes is, man, he looked bad at times, and that roster is starting to look really thin with those contracts kicking in. Yeah, and they have a Super Bowl, and it was worth it. Oh, I agree with that. Right? I, agree I mean, completely. so that's that's what the Broncos are doing. They're saying, we need to take advantage right now with the roster configuration it's, they have. Stafford and the Rams gave that playbook. And not only that, but they, this isn't all their assets. I know it's two first, two second, but they had, from the Von Miller trade, they had assets built up a, from that I trade. I got a third-round pick for, for Mom. I think Von it was Miller. a... I'll look it up. First or second. Was but. it? All right. I, I, but I, the Broncos was, have as much cap space as the Lions right now. That's a good point. They do have some cap space and that they can make some moves. Maybe so, so trade just, or they lose some of their linebackers. Yeah, they've got some things to fill, but I think they have so much. So much of the bones is there, ready to win right now. And they have been. They've had terrible quarterback play for the last several years, and they've been still competitive. Reminds me of the Rams. It just does. I think. I, I think. So. I, you look at like five of the last eight Super Bowls Brady's been in, right? <laughs> Probably, which is also hilarious. But then. You got Russell Wilson won one of those. You have Peyton Manning won one of those, mm-hmm. and his you know and and using that same scenario, and then Matthew Stafford has won Matt one of Foles. those. Well, the Foles, yeah, but I'm just saying like the the fact that the the Brady's been in. I mean, he lost some, but like oh yeah, uh, sorry, three yeah. My point, my point is though, like Stafford came in and did what hopefully you know Russell does. 
I hope not. Like, just if I know, but Peyton, I, you know Manning what I'm getting at. You, Peyton yeah. Manning did it. Like, I'm just saying, like, the, I think the Broncos are looking at it on the wall, like, oh man, like, this might be the, the path to win. Did you, did you find it? Yeah. Well, Sorry. So, I, what was it? No, you're good. Second and third round pick. Second and third? Yep. Oh, so I'm saying. So, like, that is better than I thought. Yeah. It, yeah it's and, more. And how many first round picks are really, like, Fully guaranteed either. I mean, I think what you were saying, Ryan, is just brilliant. And and same with the Stafford scenario. Like, they're just as ready as they can possibly be before they're going to have to unload too. You might as well go all in and well, give that up for a little while. Especially if you agree or if you if you believe in your pro- draft process later on in, in the draft. To yeah. fill those needs with role players in the third, fourth, fifth rounds. Yeah. Rams are the best at it. Broncos are really good at it. They seem to get these guys all the time. I mean, if you believe in that, then go pay for your guys. Like, what is draft capital if it doesn't turn into superstars? So the, all they're doing is saying, we we think this guy's a superstar, and we're taking the guesswork out of it. So we're giving up the capital that we've gained through all these years, and we're doing it. It's like the Thunder. Like, how many first-round picks can you get in basketball? <laughs> like 30, to 30 get, in to the get next five years or something working. Like that? Yeah, it's not working if you have too many draft picks and they're all they're always young and trading more people yeah like this is their way of doing Sorry. that you're just cutting me off that's fine i'm trying to keep it slow uh, moving i, I saw your hand craft. movement and i was hey. so close hey, to finishing that thought while you're up you want to go fill this thing up too we got the mock draft though this is a terrible terrible timing terrible timing to just walk trav you, I mean, he we, just need you, we need you part of this man did you hit those new deals and tags, or are we Should skipping I, that? I, I just skipped it. I, okay, I, I cool. want to keep on, yep. keep on moving. We'll, we'll touch on that kind of stuff later on. Yeah, let's just say that um, Lions did re-sign. Yes, yeah. Josh Reynolds. Josh Reynolds. Two years. I think it was a $12 million contract for two years. I love that just because... Oh, yeah. yeah, go ahead. No, but what, what do you think about that? Well, I, I think it's great. I think it's great because he showed... Number one, he's got chemistry with Jared Goff, so that's just kind of confirming the, the fact that Goff is going to get another year. Of uh, at least a look, you know, um, and then also he does fill a need, a desperate need for this team to have a an outside X type of receiver with that kind of a body and speed. Um, and I and they're not overpaying. We're not going to get some guy like uh, what's his, what's his name from the Cowboys? Uh, Gallup. No, no, no. The oh, other, Amari Cooper. Yeah, Cooper. Amari Cooper. I don't want to pay somebody twenty million dollars a year right now in this kind of scenario for the Lions. I think it, it, it it's a response to the Aaron Rodgers deal. It's like, okay, we don't need to go big. We're going to re-sign our guy. That helped our offense massively. As soon as he was in there, he made a massive difference. Even It wasn't even the stats, but just knowing that you had an actual physical, like the, the actual build of a wide receiver on the field, people had to pay attention. The pink flamingo. Or yeah, yeah, because we're gonna grade all that at the end. Cranky. Well, and who and who? Cranky flamingo. And who? Uh, just pull the plug out if if they're if they're nobody's down there. Oh, they're good. Um, <laughs> what's that? Sorry. Well, and and um, who's Lions wide receiver? Everybody. I'm on Ross St. Brown. Yeah, I'm on Ross St. Brown. Went nuts after Reynolds came in. That and was I, yeah. And I think it's important to note that because it's not just a coincidence. When you have a stable of receivers, you have multiple options on the field. Defenses have to react, and and Reynolds was that guy to allow the whole package of the the wide receiver corps to work the right way in the Lions mm-hmm. last year, and and it worked. They had good success after he came on board. Yeah, I think he was a big part of of when things started to turn. When Goff looked more comfortable, when the offense had more than just running on third and 94 and you're not paying him you're not paying him much yep 
and, and but it, it will be interesting to see because like I, I went into this like thinking all right if you can get two really good wide receivers in this draft take one early take one late still like do one, that but you still but then all of a sudden it starts getting pretty full because you got Josh Reynolds I'm on Ross St. Brown Quintez Cephas and then the two other guys so like I'm just like I'm I'm trying to picture it all in my head. How does it work? What's the best you got, way to go? You're creating competition, and I, someone's going to go down. That's a good point. Yep. Yeah, that's a good point. You're going to lose probably one. You cannot really just have three. You cannot just have three wide receivers. And you know what's better than a rookie wide receiver? The same guy two years later. <laughs> so yeah. so let them let them continue to learn. And by their third year, when Josh Reynolds is no longer there, now now go nuts, right? Right. Still, still draft those guys. All right. Now we're doing the mock draft. Hey. All right. So we're going to do it a little different, I think. Maybe. I don't know how we did it last time. But basically, where, where we're at is I found this mock draft. This was, I think it was Sunday, Saturday, Monday night when I was prepping. Um, so nice. way before, <laughs> way before all of the crap hit the fan, right? <laughs> and things got crazy. So it is a little different, but we're going we're gonna to take, take it as it is, right? So I don't know who this is. I didn't write that down. That was really dumb of me. But... First, the Jacksonville Jaguars at number one, which I think is going to change because they tagged their offensive tackle. So I don't know what's going on with that. Cam Robinson. <laughs> but, but I don't know if they're going to take offensive linemen now, but things uh, will change. We'll I see. Would. We'll see. They need Anyways, to protect their guy. Jacksonville yeah. da- Jaguars take Evan Neal, offensive lineman out of Alabama. That puts the Detroit Lions on the clock with everything there in front of them. So what I have on your guys' paper, and I think I gave you guys pens. If you need to borrow, you can. I want you guys to write in who, who you would take in this scenario, and then we'll get into it. I'll, I'll tell you guys who they took, and then I'll go through all the way down to um, where, where we're at here. Trev, you want to write yours in there on the paper? All right. So the Lions, so this mock draft, personally, he had, he had it in here, and his, his pick's in. He took Aiden Hutchinson, edge out of Michigan. This is what he says. He says the Lions could really use an edge rusher, and Hutchinson has cemented himself <laughs> I don't know why that was a harder word for me than it should have been um, as the best one in this class it's a bonus that he'll get to play in his home state moving on Texans take Equanwu offense lineman out of NC State Jets took Kyle Hamilton at, at 4 Giants Charles Cross at 5 we got the first quarterback off the board at 6 with the Panthers taking Kenny Pickett Thibodeau falls to seven for the Small Giants. Small hands, pick it. Um, uh, Falcons went corner. Broncos, which this is this is what I'm talking about. They have them taking Malik Willis. That's not happening. Seahawks. The Seahawks. You don't that's think so? a question. I don't know, that, but that's why yeah. I, <laughs> I couldn't find a mock draft in time for this. Anyways, moving down. First wide receiver off the board, Garrett Wilson to the Giants. Commanders went quarterback, Desmond Ritter. Moving on down, I'm gonna I'm just gonna throw a couple in. If you guys have questions of where they land, let me know. Um, couple names here: Eagles took David Ajabo at 16. Chargers took Jordan Davis at 17. Traylon Burks That's went solid. to the Eagles at 19. Another quarterback off the board, Corret, Matt Corral, went to the Steelers at 20. They need one. Nicobe Dean, Raiders at 22. George Karloftis went to the Cowboys at 24. Any other names worth mentioning here? Oh, yep, there's a, there's a good one. Daxon Hill 
Kansas City at 30. Also, another one that I thought was interesting was Bernard Raymond, who's the offensive lineman out of Central Michigan. He went 29 to the Dolphins. Yeah, good athlete. It is a good athlete, and they, I think that's a great pick for them. I think he got a little, little exposed at the Senior Bowl, but uh, he'll be a good long-term fit. And Jamison Williams to the Bills, too. Oh, did I miss that? Yeah. No, that, that's Chris a, that's Olave a to the Packers. Whoa. I just feel like Chris Olave in the Packers system, most dangerous wide receiver. I mean, that. I would be very excited. Yeah, so I hope that doesn't uh, Bengals <laughs> took Zion Johnson, offensive lineman out of Boston College. That puts the Lions on the clock. I'm not going to tell you guys who the pick is. I want you guys to write in here. So, obviously, you have a pick between 32 and 34. We're just going to pretend that everybody on the board is available. Um... In both these picks, just for the sake of the funness, I guess fun, fun stuff. This is this is a tough pick. All right, so some of the so, sorry, what were you gonna say? We, we can't take somebody that you this mock draft has already taken. Has already taken. So I, right. I did kind of have a best available on the second sheet. I don't know if you guys saw that. Um, uh, quarterbacks, you got Sam go. Howell, Carson Strong, Bailey Zappi. Um, wide receivers, you got Sky Moore, Jahan Dotson, Jalen Tolbert, George Pickens, David Bell, all on the board. Uh, the best and only worth running back taking high is Kenneth Walker. He's still available. Andrew Booth at corner. Jalen Petrie, who's kind of a hybrid safety cut corner. Um, Kyrie Elam, Tyler Gordon, all Safeties, corners. Safeties, Lewis Sign, Brisker, yep. linebackers, Asamoah, Chanel, Christian Harris, Chad, Chad Muma. Chad uh, Devontae Wyatt, a defensive lineman. Uh, uh, Travis Jones, Logan Hall, Kingsley. You guys have it there in front of you. There's, there's some players available. What I want you guys to do is, is give us your perfect pair, if you will. If you guys were in charge... Who would you take? Let me know when your, your picks are in, and, and we'll get this thing rolling here. At 32 and 34, you're saying? 32 and 34. Got it. So, I, I mean, Trav, go, here, here, here's the pen. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually give my picks now. All right? Is that, does that work for yeah, you guys? Yeah, go ahead. I'd love All to right. hear that. My pick's in at 32. I'm going to go with Lewis Seen. Safety out of Georgia. Safety. I think... He might be the best safety in the draft. Man, he showed out I, I well. I really do. Now, I'm nervous at how well he did in the combine. I think it might raise his stock that this type of thing might not come into place. I really like what I saw. But at the same time, I was just arguing earlier on that, uh, I don't know, maybe the, the, the Georgia Bulldogs, play, just the unit was so good, maybe they overplay. Anyways, I like what I saw, and I think he showed pretty well. Um, at 34, my next pick is in. I'm going to go with Christian Harris, linebacker out of Alabama. Man, he showed out, didn't so, he? So, he showed out well. I liked him. I really like him now. I think he performed very well in, in all the measurables. I know I, I was thinking wide receiver. I'm not there yet. I think we'll get into that next week with the depth at wide receiver where I'm okay with just going defense, 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 and really start building the core that we kind of already talked about earlier on. Anybody have their pick in? Mine are in. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We just got a compliment for, for our logo. Thank you, guys. Thanks, the Blackmore family. On vacation, the Blackmore family. Checking in. Thank you, guys. Holy smokes. How, how's the weather in Florida? Are you on your way back? No, you're not. It's still Tuesday. What am I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> are you guys in the Keys oh, this classic. week? Let me know. All right. Sweet. Micah's pick is in. On your way back. <laughs> oh, I love you. Anyway. Oh goodness. Yeah, pick us in. All right, all right, all right. 
<laughs> and the music. I also went with Lewis scene with the 32nd pick. Um, <laughs> the magnifying glass was on that man like white on rice in, in that game versus Michigan. And that dude showed out exactly what you said. Um, it, it's hard for me to imagine anyone better than him right now, but only time will tell. I, I think he's he's going to be a fun player to watch in the secondary, no matter what team he goes to. I think he's going to be on a lot of highlight reels. Yeah, I think if you don't sign or re-sign uh, Tracy Walker, which he, I guess even if you do, it, it wouldn't hurt to, to have him um, both, but that, that's who I'm going with. What's and your my second 34? pick is in. 34, yeah. I'm going with Jahan Dotson. Okay, so I, I, I went wide receiver, and I, I think with your 34th pick, I don't think you can really do a whole lot wrong. As long as you fill a need with a, a top-tier athlete at this pick, you're not going to do anything wrong. You're not going to hurt your team. And for me, when I look across the league – with this year, last year, what? You can't do anything wrong with a second-round pick. Well, Lions have done a lot wrong with second-round oh, okay. picks. Sorry, Man, don't get me right, fired right, up. Right, right. <laughs> Maybe Packers fans. <laughs> Should we start listing them? <laughs> <laughs> no, you, uh, like they're, they're, that's we a death this, round for us. We definitely want to keep this under two hours. How so about a fifth-round linebacker? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, you guys know what I mean. <laughs> Anyways, so when I look around the league at first-year wideouts, second-year wideouts. A lot of these guys need growth, whether they're first round, second round, third round. Rarely do you find a Justin Jefferson who comes out into the league and absolutely performs from day one. And I, I don't have any problem with, you know, if I were a Lions fan, I don't have any problem with taking a, a wide a wide out at that 34th pick. They're going to need time. I wouldn't hate it. I, I, that's just where I'm at. I wouldn't hate yeah. it, but I don't think it's necessary either. I could go either way. I, I don't hate those I two mean, picks at all. I in, really don't. In, quite honestly, you're not going to go out in free agency. You're not going to dump a bunch of money into, you know, a, a Devontae Adams. You're not going to go yeah. looking for a, a Keenan Allen. Um, but, you know, do what you will with that. Yeah, so. sorry. And I, I should have said, I, I actually would take Hutchinson right now at two. Who, who did you have at two? Did you, did you even think about it? Would it to be Hutchinson? Oh, H Hutchinson all day. So back to that that point when you said what do you think as a Lions fan when you saw that Aaron Rodgers signing the first thing I thought putting myself in your shoes I'm gonna go get Aiden, Aiden Hutchinson right now and go get him go knock him like, out go take his career out right <laughs> yeah all right yeah, like, I wouldn't hate it <laughs> honestly like that's I am the sick first of thing, seeing his smug face just for the record that's the first thing I thought like <laughs> hey I'm gonna go get a nasty edge guy and we're gonna get after that quarterback in our division no, I don't hate that at all. All right, Ryan, Trev, are you guys picks in? Start with Trav, start with two ahead. as well. Yeah, I'm I'm the same with you on the on it. Well, I took Hutch, and then the same with you guys at, at the first pick in the second round. But so you're picking? Wait, what? Oh yeah, you want me to pick? Yeah, I'm I'm with you on the same on the first two picks. Is what I'm getting at. Sorry, I screwed up. Hear people yeah. talk over the, really? the first two picks. Yeah, I'm with you. Good lord, oh, I'm wow. trying to speed this up for you. I'm going to the third <laughs> pick. All right, <laughs> who's your third pick? Devonte Wyatt. I'd say you go back to, I, to another defensive lineman. I, I just don't think you can have enough depth on it, especially in a rebuild. I mean, with contracts coming, I just really think that um, 
we got to get after Rodgers. So if you can just continue to build in, that. In elite, I know it sounds a little bit weird, but in why not? defensive line makes our linebackers way better than they are. And you can get away with having not as good linebackers or just really athletic guys that can just yeah. be fast, basically, right? Exactly. So that, that's not a bad way to go. I don't hate building a foundation. Hey. Go get a Devin Bush. He's a little uh, agitated. Yeah, I don't want to trade for anything. Don't trade for anybody. That's my biggest thing. If they're released, come on over. Come on over, baby. <laughs> is there a song? <laughs> All right, Ryan, number two. Yeah, pick us in. It's Hutch. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. You knew I was going to do that. 32. Okay, is I got I got to talk about this a little bit because you guys go Lewis sign. I I do not or seen whatever. I I've seen, but I've heard it both ways. I do not want to go with a safety. I'm sorry, that's just in the first round to go safety. Just is way too overvalued in my mind for for a safety. It I want to go pay. Angry. I want to go pay for a free agent safety and. That's fair. And just fill that need like that. To me, you can have so many guys step in and be good enough. Like Tyron Matthew. Well, no, because he's gonna be too expensive. But but a guy like that, yes, absolutely. I mean, it'd be great to get a, a guy like that. But and scenes not that. I don't think safety makes as much of an impact as that. Same reason I don't want Hamilton, no matter what, or that early in, in the first round. I also, I yeah. want to stay really far away from him. Man, I just right. don't. Yeah, no, I, I I'm gonna trust you on that. If you look at the I'm value, the very franchise tag. If you look at franchise tagging people. I want I want to be drafting guys in the first round that are long term expensive because you're gonna get a five year deal on this guy. Like the 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 highest paid safety in the league is like eighteen million dollars, which is less than Mike Williams just got for wide receiver for the for the Chargers. You know what I mean? First round, yeah. I want edge, I want quarterback, I want wide receiver, I want high paying positions. So right. so who are you going with? I don't know, that's the problem here. My pick is in. <laughs> I'm going Sam Howell. Whoa! Oh, oh. you made him drop his pen. Yeah, I'm going Sam Howell. Then yep. you just exact opposite of what you all were arguing earlier. That's just so dumb. Why is it dumb? You think Jared Goff is a long-term answer? Don't care. If oh. if if like if the mindset is that it's going to take a while, why are we going to waste our time on because, a quarterback? Because second, third-year quarterback. Train. Because second and third year quarter quarterbacks, when it's time to win, when you have the talent, that's when you want to capitalize on it. That's why. And and Sam Howell's your guy. I don't know. See, like, this, that's where no, the hard no, no, part like, is. This is this is the hard part because I don't care. Like what I see in a bad quarterback draft, you got you got to stop talking again. so that I can that I, I can can't. make my point here. <laughs> he did bet on the Giants and UCLA. Yeah, so I, I have some previous history to understand yeah. why you should not be talking right now. Oh, thank gosh. We're going to bring up those. <laughs> Sam Howell, I'm just saying, I like the way he plays. I think he's capable enough. The real talent evaluators are going to learn what's going on you know, uh, yeah. Yeah, in his head. What yeah, happened yeah, this year? Exactly. In his brain, like how does he process the game? That So I, I'm not, I don't have enough information to give that kind of evaluation. So that's the hard part. I'm, all I'm saying is if he's ready to be the guy, then, then take him. I think the backup option for me, you know what? The the real pick is in. It's Devontae Wyatt. What? I, I, 32 or 34? 
Well, he, he did two Hold picks because he wasn't fully sold on the Howell pick. Yeah, because, again, that's so. kind of a cheap one. Like, if, if they think he's a wait, franchise guy, so that's going to be a We long-term. did the chime for a fake pick? Well, yeah. Yeah. Because he's that <laughs> wait, confident in taking Howell. is there a mulligan on there? There's a mulligan. Oh, Guys, I, I take it back. I'll let everyone. All right, so you want Devontae Wyatt. I want Devontae Wyatt. At 32. Yeah, I think he's a difference maker. He is a freak of an athlete. He's huge. Is he Run stuffer. interior? Interior. Interior. Okay. And we see what Aaron Donald does in the interior, and I want a I want a legend on the inside like that. All right. All right Thirty-four. I, uh, I'm gonna go pick his in. Chad Muma. That's, yeah. <laughs> he loves football. <laughs> yeah. He loves football. I almost went him over Char or uh, Christian Harris. Yeah, th- they're close to, for me too. I I I'd be I happy f- either way. I feel like what we saw. Sorry, I almost knocked over my beer. I don't know why I'm apologizing. But I feel like if Muma did what Christian Harris did at the Combine, I'd be, like, all on board with, with a Muma. But he it, it didn't look great for him. But the, hey, tape, ran a four the, tape, seven. the tape is different, and I'm like, there's, I, I do like him a lot. I really do. In most of the simulators I do, I'm, I'm finding a way to get him. Um so I, I I don't hate any of those picks, but it, okay. And I did not do this by accident. I did that on purpose because I think if you believe in a quarterback, you always take them no matter what because it's that important. Especially of a position. in the first round, you get that yes. fifth year. Yeah, but you had him in important. the second round though, just to be. No, not no he, he said he said Howell in the first round. Yeah, if, if 30, you take thirty second. Pick. I thought you went with that's sign a fifth year with the thirty second, and then you went to. No, I don't. I don't want sign. I would say I'd never. I want. I do not want a safety okay. in the okay, first so round. So you had him at thirty second. Shoot, because. Yeah. No, yeah. but we're. I think the theme is we're all on the same page. Invest in the defense still because we, Devontae Wyatt and the linebackers, Christian Harris or Chad Muma, they're the guys that we're looking at around that late first round, early second round. Can Can I just area. name the sorry the second round quarterback since it's so close to a second round quarterback? Sure. All right, two thousand sixteen. Christian Hackenberg, whatever. I don't know what he's at. It's not a second um, round quarterback because it's not a fifth year option. Go ahead. I think you could probably name enough first round quarterbacks and yeah, the but same early argument. early first yeah, but early first rounds like, yeah, I get what you're saying like right, but okay then Deshaun Kaiser, terrible, um, mm-hmm. nothing in 2018 2019 uh, Drew Lock, <laughs> yeah, terrible. Hurts, um, I guess. Well, it's we're still out there and then, read this, uh, Kyle the Kyle Trask, like <laughs> you should read the sixth round quarterbacks. Yeah, Brady. If you believe in the guy, I'm telling you, you just need you to just take, take him. him. But what, like, you guys are talking about rebuilding and and building depth. It to, does matter. Uh, like, it does matter. Like, it do- the one it's reason insanity. why. And it, look, I agree. If you believe in a quarterback, you take him. But right here and now, I'm just like, don't start your own clock. That this regime, we talked about yes. the regime as a whole. Thank we you. We talked about how you don't want to. Fire them quick. As soon as you take a quarterback in the first round, even second round, that's, a clock. that's point. starting your clock. That is where you're buying if in. You miss and out you're in. on an Aaron Rodgers because you didn't want to start the clock yet. Aaron Rodgers. That's messed up. If you miss out on a Tom Brady because you didn't want to start the and, clock, and, 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 it's messed up. And, and that's why we're you take the not guy getting paid there. to do it. Exactly. Well, what, exactly. And, and, but and like, you don't, understand our argument though, right? 100%, which is the reason I brought this up. If, But again, quarterback, it does not – we are not – we don't have enough information to make that decision. It's all about it, the guy's brain. It's, it's how he processes the game. It, it, he's got to be built differently. When he said he's Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, what were you shaking your head at? Like missing because out on something like that. I, I <laughs> like 
I'm sorry, but even Aaron Rodgers, when the run went, like was in a whole different ball game than the quarterbacks in this class. That's a good point. When was he drafted? 24th, 24th overall or something. But it was, a run. Right, he's going to be drafted either number one or yeah. 24. So yeah. what? Yeah, so so, so like, what is a huge deal? Like no, the, uh, he was, what, the second quarterback off the board that year? Second I, I quarterback believe, off the rather board. Rather than the fourth or fifth. So, so what? It's a little different. How many teams don't, I don't disagree with you, Ryan. they did. Like, I do not disagree with you. Like, if no, you, you really No, if you really believe in them that much, fine. But, like, what is the point of this this... Like this regime yes. believing fully in a quarterback right if, now. If they when do, they have so many other pieces, if they clearly, do, and they take Sam Howell, I will find a way to be on board. Trust me, I will. If but they, right, right now, from from the outside perspective, yeah, from what I see, I'm like, <laughs> no, it it doesn't seem worth starting the clock right now. I would rather wait and and find a just as good of a of a quarterback down the road. So would I. Because, okay, so so that's earlier, where I'm at. So that's where I. you end, that's where you landed the point. Earlier too. you were talking about that we have to continue to get wins. The Lions have to continue to get wins, right? Like we want to see improvement every year. Like seven wins next year, like sweet. Right? You did say that. That's just that's just an ideal template of how it's gonna sure. work. Sure. So you're gonna have a backup quarterback that's never gonna get into the game. Sitting there and, and doing what in what and growing in what way? Oh, and I don't then know, we're just going to uh, You're talking about Rogers. Patrick Mahomes, though. It's a little different, but for me, it's I don't want to take that quarterback until he's ready to play. Like he's our quarterback day one, right away. Because <laughs> I look at the rookie thing, and, and it's probably like postpart or post what's post traumatic stress disorder type stuff. Postpartum. Where, <laughs> Either way, it's depression. But he has so many damn kids. I, I probably would have said the same thing. Uh, but you know what I mean? But, like, we, we were the last team to take a quarterback and not have that rookie cap. We were the last team to take a wide receiver so high yeah. and not get that rookie cap. And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, I want that rookie cap, and I want to take that to where it is because that has a lot to do with – I don't think here's a good point, right? That is I the, do that is the there. difference in – I mean, outside of, of, of Brady and, and, I guess, Peyton Manning, like – who wasn't on a rookie contract that won a Super Bowl in in recent history? Yeah, like the, it's either Brady, Stafford. Or it's, it's either one of the greatest or <laughs> recent history, or yeah, I guess yeah, <laughs> one of the greatest or a guy on a rookie quarterback or a rookie contract. Yeah, I just so, said yeah. No, other, I agree. Yeah, I which which one is why of the I do agree with you. I said one of the, the greatest, fifth. so that includes oh, okay. Matthew Stafford, right? <laughs> no, I want one of the. But greatest. I just don't know if it's <laughs> yet. Too. We do have another first round pick in yeah, the, yeah, in yeah, the next year, so it's like. But yeah, I guess if you're fully bought into somebody, that's tough. But is there somebody else you can be fully bought into next year and still have that fifth year when you're a little more Abs- established? Absolutely, I'm done. and it comes down to Brad Holmes. We we gotta trust move. him. We gotta move. We don't have to. We just skip things. If it's craft beer in Michigan sports, we may not be the authority, but we love a lot of work on that. Like a fat kid loves cake. All right, all right. Real quick, we're gonna talk some basketball. I'm I'm talking over my own drop. What am I doing? I'm just I saved three seconds though, so You've been hanging we're, out with we're us. sitting better, right? But now you're explaining it. I know, right? It's like the the, the office when he's talking. Uh, who is it? Uh, uh, the 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 bigger dude. What's Robert that? California? No, 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 no. Oh. Stanley, your mic's off. Micah. Um, yeah, Stanley. Stanley's like talking and like. Cutting off like half the sentences and stuff yeah, to yeah. save time, but yeah. well, really, we're just wasting time having to explain this. Yeah. So, yeah. It's not Stanley. It's I'm still uh, trying to name? figure out this. Oh, no, yeah, button. yeah, it's not Stanley. It's the other guy, Kevin. Kevin. Kevin Malone. 
Anyways, Michigan basketball, they solidified their tournament spot, in my opinion, with a 75-69 road win against Ohio State without Dickinson. Uh, The reputation of the Big Ten will help Michigan a lot, but they took care of business. That's really the biggest thing is their back was against the wall. They were missing one of their – the, the their best player, I think, most dominant player, most yeah. mismatched player, a guy that matters so much to this team, and they went out and took care of business on the road against a rival. Hats off to them, right? I was listening to it on the radio. I didn't even know Dickinson was out. I I was listening to about the last half of the fourth quarter, and I'm pumped and fist pumping with yeah. the family in the car. Come to find out, like hours later. Dickinson wasn't even playing. Yeah, so I, I, I kind of, when it comes to basketball, I'm kind of a second half guy. I don't really like to watch the oh, first half. yeah. Sometimes the last five minutes, and I feel like I watched everything. For sure. Um, but, like, I remember, like, tuning in. I'm like, what is going on? Why, where, where's Dickinson? What? I haven't even heard his name. I haven't seen any of these. So I, like, look it up. Looking on like, the bench. Zero minutes, zero point, like, nothing. I'm like, oh, something happened. <laughs> like, crazy. But, yeah, I mean, they took care of business. They went out and won. Currently, their projected seat is... is is the last four buys, which what that means is they're like the last four in that doesn't have to play in the playing game. Obviously, the I think it's the eleven seeds and is it a seven seed that usually has to do a playing game, or is it a, no? It's sixteen and eleven usually have to do playing games. You're talking about the big tournament. Yeah, the big tournament. They're kind of set where they're, they're projected to be an eleven seed, but not have to do that playing game. So one of the two that doesn't have, or two of the four actually, I guess that doesn't have to do in that playing game. Um, which I mean, I feel like they. They, they went out and did it. You know what I mean? They didn't back their way in playing bad basketball. They went in and won some really right. key games on the stretch, a few in the last five that were really big wins. And, the I, look, the quad five stuff goes way over my head. Don't get me wrong. But, like, they did it. They did it. They went out and earned it, and now they're in. And now what can they do? That That's, I think, the, the biggest right. question. Right. Um, First up, How high can they tournament. get, too? Yeah, so we're, the Big Ten tournament, they're going to open up against um, – uh, Indiana yep. at 11.30 on Thursday, and it kind of sets up pretty well. So if they get the win, they'll play Illinois, who's a trickled-in one seed, I guess, if you will. They're kind of stuck good. at the top there, the first one through four. They're all pretty similar. Um, but, like, I mean, it, it seems set up well that go in and, and win this first game, which Indiana is, is pretty desperate to try to get into the tournament themselves. Yeah. So it's going to be mm-hmm. a good basketball game. Turns into a good win. Can they move their stock up? I don't know if it really matters at this point. You're in and just kind of roll with it. Just right? get like, in. Yeah. Just get in and, and make sure things are right mentally with a new with, with Juwan Howard back. Like all these things. It's just regroup and, and I don't know. Like I don't care if they win or lose this first game and, and or go on a massive run. It it really doesn't matter to me. Cause they're playing good basketball. I think it sure helps though. I, th- does, I think if yeah. you can for a team like this to continue building for momentum confidence more than anything confidence yeah in yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. yeah um but at the same time it's like i feel like they've already gained that confidence that they needed because there was probably a lot of doubt inside that room of how good they can be can it work well i think we've seen that it can work they just beat ohio mm-hmm. state without dickinson and with caleb houston shooting like o of 10 literally nothing or o of 11 or something he didn't make nothing. a shot yeah. Terrence Williams stepped in and was the man. So, so there's the building confidence is true because people stepped up and as a team they won. But I'm still looking for some of those individuals to step up and gain the confidence. Trav, did you have any thoughts on, on Michigan before we turn it over to Michigan State? 
Yeah, I do. Um, I, I I'm pretty excited to an extent, but I, I do think they have to win the game against Indiana. I'm not talking national championship or to anything. get in or no, or? they're getting in. But I think just moving forward, a team hasn't won a national championship or made it to a national championship without getting to the quarterfinals in their tournament. Okay. Um, so that's I thought you were saying without getting to the tournament. No, yeah, that'd be funny. <laughs> that's um, true. It is a true statement. Hundred percent of the time. I, I kind of felt this all year 60%. watching Michigan basketball. Like I, I think at any moment they can beat anyone and they can lose to anyone. It's I, I know that's a stupid statement, yeah. but it's just they're they're like the definition of that. If we get hot, I think of some of the past Michigan teams though. When you start riding a freshman like we did, you know, with McGarry. Remember Mitch McGarry? Like it so, if somebody just gets hot and goes, and and who knows where that leads. And I think Michigan has a chance, and they still have a stud, and maybe one of the best players in the country. One of the biggest Mitch mismatches in the country. Yeah, like he's got, like he can take over a game. Yeah, we still have these guys, these freshmen that have been learning all season how to play, and they can still make shots. And then you got these, you got some veterans on that team that have been there for a while that haven't been as maybe what we expected all year, but it's still tournament time, and these guys are going to play hard just like every team will. And once every team starts playing hard and you have talent, you have an opportunity to make a run. It's frustrating to watch this team be so inconsistent on an individual play level. Like you'd, you'd watch, you know, what just happened? Terrence Williams step in mm-hmm. and fill in, and uh, Devontae Jones had a huge game, twenty-one points, huge, right? Nine assists. So you you look at the team; it, it's frustrating in one sense. Like, why why can't all these guys just fire on all cylinders during yeah, like, the, during the stretch all together? They then, might. But then part of it is it's kind of nice to have these guys that that come off the bench or. Or they're having they're having a down game the game before and then this game they're just going off which is great, but it's it's that that Jekyll and Hyde thing that Sam talks about often. You're you're absolutely right. Here's a, a run of games that Devonte Jones had earlier in the season nine. This is points nine six zero four four three. That's a run in the middle of the season January fourth against Rutgers zero points, and yet in the last four or five games he's been the best player for Michigan. And he scored twenty one and nine against Ohio State, twenty five and ten against Illinois. Like yeah. we we gave we dogged him on the podcast a few weeks ago as the reason for this, and and he could be also the reason why they can turn it right. around when and they, they can get most. rolling. And and just one last point, like you got guys like Debate going off, you know, making shots like a couple Your games. Body. Yep, I always say that screwed up. I'm sorry, but you know, like going like having his games. Couple games ago, where he's just yeah. going, like he's got freakish talent. Oh, and then all of a sudden, talented. like if Houston just really starts saying, "Screw it, I'm he's going," good. like he's yeah. still a stud. Like, and these guys, like again, all the regular season, they they want it for themselves sometimes, or they're trying to like make their name, get draft. When it comes to tournament time, like there's they're they're like all of us back when we played sports or we played that dart game earlier. Like you're a competitor, you're trying to win. And right. I think that they're going to do whatever it takes. Sorry. You, you got to remember that this team's super, super young. Yeah. I mean, but they but have with Dickinson, some lead, that, yeah. that's the key. I think that's the real yep. key piece. And, um, and also, Juwan Howard leaving is also the key piece. They've played really well. <laughs> but I think that, I think bringing them back, so this team. Well, I'm not unique. against bringing them back. <laughs> I mean, if they, if they lose 
the first game of the Big Ten tournament and they lose the first game of the Big Tournament, then I think we can have that conversation because that, that's when <laughs> all, things all get All I'm crazy. saying is your coach gets kicked out of a game, your team responds. They're, they've responded. They, yeah. And yep. they, I think part of it is they got his back. Uh, Michigan State, uh, they had a nice uh, – they got back on track, I think, with a win against Maryland on senior night, 77-67, and made Izzo the all-time winningest Big Ten coach, which is awesome. Congrats to him. Um, I feel like it's just a big sigh of relief for, for Michigan State fans, right? Because it was – I think the opposite, where it was like they played really good basketball early on. I mean, maybe a little overrated at times, but um, down the stretch here, they they haven't looked good. And I think that's kind of the opposite of Michigan is how bad they've looked and started to look better down the stretch. Um, but getting back on track, like Maryland's not a win like like Ohio State is. It wasn't a top 25 win, anything along those lines. But it's nice. It's nice to see. It's nice for them to, to get that type of – um, victory. I feel like it's more important for Michigan State to go on a nice little run in the Big Ten tournament to gain that confidence. Because yep. even with this win to end the season, I'm sure they're still not feeling that confident. I mean, what are we thinking about uh, Michigan State here? I'm not a Michigan State fan. I, I'd be a little concerned going into the Big Ten tournament. I mean, I think they have both feet in the door for for March Madness, no doubt. But there, it is concerning because th- this team has built a legacy on momentum in the second half of that season, going into the Big Ten tournament, and then moving on to the March Madness tournament. And it's it's huge, it, it's, and it could either make or break what happens in that tournament. It's a little opposite of what I feel like Izzo teams have been in the past. You know, maybe start a little slow. Not not feeling it, and all of a sudden they're getting hot, and then they, they make a little bit of run. And it seems like they've been kind of falling apart, but I, I still think it's just a solid team. It's a, a great coach. They still have some good players on that team. Like I wouldn't want to face them no. in a big game. And, no. and yeah, in any game. like the, they're, they're a decent tur- – like we start to look at tournament teams. It's, it's hard to get past a team like Michigan State. Right. The way they're built. Now, well, I, I well, think Ryan would know, but I don't remember a Michigan State team being – this bad or Jekyll and Hyde at this point in the season? Uh, they, in recent years, they've they've had some leading in, which is the opposite of what you'd expect out of an Izzo team. It's always March. They're they're yeah. turning it around and starting to play better. Uh, but this, this has been different because they have so much veteran leadership with seniors and juniors. I mean, like Bingham, Joey Hauser, uh, Walker came in and is supposed to be the, you know, the point guard of this team. Um, Malik Hall and, and well, Julius Marble, like these are all third year players in a program that is just relies on this like veteran leadership type of attitude and hard nosed, tough basketball. These guys have that. And yet the results aren't there backing up what you'd normally see. So that that's kind of the Jekyll and Hyde when you're talking about or the the weird inconsistent play. You would expect different because of the the makeup of the team. Like they shouldn't be going through these you know extreme highs and extreme yeah. lows because of the veteran leadership. Um but because of that also they're not going to get flustered in these situations in a March madness type of atmosphere too. They've been there done that. Right. That's I'd why still I still see, see them as dangerous. I yeah, do. They're dangerous. Sweet 16 team, in my mind, for sure, wherever they, they end up because also, of that alone. Yeah. Also, so, I, ju- I do want to say, like, how funny it is that, you know, Izzo, Izzo, I think it was the same night as Duke played in, in their last game at Cameron Indoor. 
with Coach K, yeah, and they, and they lost, lost to North Carolina. Yes, yeah, he's out Coach there. K. Yeah, no, and he's out there <laughs> saying like, uh, yeah, and he's like, what, what, did, what did he say, Coach K? Yeah, he's, he's like, like uh, unacceptable. Yeah, unacceptable. This is unacceptable. Like, but it's no, not been quiet. an unacceptable season. Everybody's like, yeah, it's like, oh, that's the worst speech I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> huh? I can't stand Coach K. I feel like he's one of the fakest guys. Yeah, since really? Russell Wilson, he's a goober. I, I think he is too. I, I, I do not like him. I, I love like how people give him credit for turning around Team USA basketball with Le- <laughs> with LeBron, Kobe, and like you know like this legendary team. Like it was a hard thing to do. Yeah, he has this. He I could have like, coached, coached. Like that team. we easily could have coached that team. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like LeBron. Sam's like go score points. Yeah. <laughs> he has this story about like how Kobe <laughs> said, "I want to guard Ginobili when it matters most." It's like, okay. Sure, Kobe against Ginobili. Like I'm gonna take Kobe every time. Like that's yeah. a that's a terrible story. It doesn't yeah. mean anything. <laughs> and I a said, terrible coach. I said yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. And he did good. Well, it's like, yeah, he's Kobe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So currently, we didn't get into the projections right yet for no. the for the the. So currently, they're projected as a number eight seed. Um. Eight nine matchups are generally pretty tough. And and I, I sit back and I wonder. Like so, as an eight seed, you win, right? What do you get rewarded for playing one. a one seed? And I'm, I'd sit, and, and obviously, you'd rather be playing an, an easier team in the first round. I get all of that, like comparing Michigan, Michigan State with eleven five, or is it eleven five or eleven six? Eleven five. Eleven matchup. five. It's like yeah, you don't want to play a fifth, a fifth overall seed, but it's like that's like where all of the the upsets happen. If I were Michigan State, I'd be like, I don't want to five, be the eight nine five, twelve six eleven. Okay, but I like, I don't want to be eight nine and play one seed in in week in the, in the second game, yeah. right? Like that just doesn't set up very well from them or for them. But the Big Ten tournament potential, I feel like they have an opportunity to go on a run. Like I said with Michigan, it's like they need it. They need to get out of that eight seed, maybe move up to a six or a seven. Like that would be massive for this type of program because it changes the landscape of, of the actual big tournament. Now they open up against Maryland. They should win that game. I mean, right? If not, look out because this could be really bad for for Michigan State. But then, then they get an opportunity against Wisconsin, who has been struggling lately. They could turn this into a nice little run and move themselves up. What do you guys think with this with this matchup here in the Big Ten tournament? Not that we really care who wins, because they all are getting in, right? Like all of the Big Ten teams are. We already know who's getting in, but who can? How can you get it better? How can you gain that momentum and, and feel better about yourself? If you feel better as a fan. I don't like the matchup against Wisconsin. I think Wisconsin's kind of made to beat uh, the Sparties. I, I don't know. Like I, when, I feel when like they're when when they're healthy and, and things are going right. Right. I don't know. Like I, I think Wisconsin and Michigan State are pretty similar this year in, in the sense of not really confident what they were going to be and a little bit of overachievement. Yeah, I just think Wisconsin's better. I, I do. I just think it's a bad matchup for Michigan State. But if Michigan State can win that game, it's a huge momentum swing for them. So great opportunity. I'm, I'm pumped about the matchup, even though I think Wisconsin's a bad matchup for them. I'm, I'm really excited for the opportunity for them to play them. Hey, anytime I see Brad Davison lose, love it. Is that Wisconsin's coach? Dude's a dirtbag. No, no. It's the player. Oh, the player. The player. He's he's so uh, shows how much I've watched basketball. No, he's super <laughs> dirty. With Davis, Brad Davis. Brad. Yeah, he's uh who who was the dirty player for Duke uh, a few years ago? Grayson Allen. Yes, Grayson Allen. He's he's like another Grayson Allen, but oh, in the big tripping, 10. tripping people. A lot of tripping. A lot of 
elbowing and kneeing people in uh, you know the crotch area. I mean, everyone's just everyone just hates this dude. Interesting. I mean, rightfully so. He's he's dirty. Red Wings lost nine to two. It was ugly. Yeah. I didn't want to bring it up. <laughs> Verona scored though. Yeah, Brad Davison. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Every I thought time, you were saying. I what, thought you were talking about Johnny Davis, but Brad no, Davison. Okay. Watch some Brad every, Davison. Every time I come right, to the angry. All right. Every time I come to every the time podcast. We, what? I'm gonna I cut cannot, that. Every time I come no, to the I, podcast. <laughs> 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 Got him. Got That's him. gonna be fun every, to have. Every time I cannot believe the quality of paper that Sam has at work. <laughs> It's like it's like it pristine. is pristine. We are like it makes me think of the office in a whole different perspective. Like, why would you print anything on this? It's like, so perfect the way it is. So nice. I feel like compared the, to the education, the Biden scene. regime would hate us for that amount because that has to be hurting the environment. Oh my gosh, dude! This ba- I, I could sleep with this paper. Like a blanket. It Sorry. should be what people. It should be. It should be the backsplash on people's ink in the kitchen, right? It is, like it's it such good quality. So nice. It probably repels water. Like I gotta see if I have something in my bag that can compare because yeah. this is amazing. <laughs> I can send you the the SKU number on, on uh, Quill.com. Oh, no, schools can't afford it. Well, they can, but they won't do it. They won't pay for it because they're paying you guys real good money. Uh, especially oh, for your you. summer vacations. I um, appreciate it. <laughs> Good segue into the next topic, though. What is the next topic? Education. Red Wings. Let me hit a bumper. Go. You always do that. From the Red Wings to Michigan State, we're talking about it. So loud. This is State of My Sports. Yeah, it is. We're going to talk some Red Wings now. You know me and my Red Wings. We can pass on the game tonight. Yeah, we're not going to talk about that. Um, <laughs> some, some, li- some little uh, house cleaning, then we'll get into this, the trade stuff. But uh, Jacob Verona, first game back tonight. He scored a goal. Very nice addition and excited to see how, how the extra depth will really help this team. Obviously, a 9-2 loss to Coyotes is not a good thing. Um, no. However... <laughs> this team plays good against good teams and bad against bad teams, and it's it's they're just uh, that's not what we're getting into today. <laughs> it just gives us a nice preview into what this team could be heading into next year. They're not going to make the playoffs this year. It's not worth getting into any of that. But what kind of depth can can he bring? That's what I'm very very excited to see, um, especially when he's playing with Fabry on, on line two along with some other guys. I mean, it's just it's Pia Suter, I think. This is what the team needs. They need an addition. They need a spark bug. He nice might, he very well might be the best player on this roster, and I want to see that heading before we get into next year. Basically, is where where I'm at. It's exciting. Um, another big thing that, or not really big, but another thing that happened is, help me with his name, Oli Jolevi. He was claimed off the waivers from the uh, Florida Panthers. He's a 23-year-old old, 23-year-old Finnish defenseman uh, that was drafted by the Canucks fifth overall in 2016 at 6'2", 183, and only 33 NHL games under his belt. He has simply not developed the uh, the way the Canucks hoped uh, when picking him five, and the Panthers hoped when they traded for him. Could it be the lack of opportunity? Could it be something else? Like I, I don't know. He seems to be excited to start getting some some playing time. We'll see how how it all uh, plays out, and and really what what what's next? Um, what Eiserman's hoping is is basically 
this guy shows something, you know? And, and with the release of Danny DeKaiser, potential trades of Letty and Stahl, with the lack of defensive prospects in, in the minors, this is the guy that's going to get that ice time. This is the guy that's going to get the opportunity to see if he belongs in this league or if it was just a bust, if you will. Um, that's, that's basically where we're at. Um, pick him up, nothing to lose. He didn't give anything up. Uh, I'm fine with it. He's not going to be a, anything near the, the most cider. He's more of a Goose, Gustav Lidstrom type, type play that's hopefully he's solid defensively and is reliable and lets the other guys rest and not, not give up a ton of, ton of offensive chances. That's basically where we're at with him. Nothing too crazy. I mean, it's, it's just a, a, a piece, but it, he's going to get some playing time here down the stretch, especially if we can move some of the, the trade trade targets that I think that we're going to get into here. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you guys have questions, just just jump in. Otherwise, I'm just going to kind of roll. You think it's Oli or Oli? I, I like Oli better, personally. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say Oli until I'm told otherwise. All right. If you're mm-hmm. good with that. We'll find out, probably. Yeah. It's Oli. It makes Is it Oli? No. <laughs> I would you say said until I was told it, otherwise. Oh, well, I mean, like by, by someone that knows. His age is great, though. 23 years old, it matches the, you know, their what their system kind of shows. Yeah, exactly. I think he fits. He fits in very nicely with with, with the the core, if you will. Six two. Is that a pretty big defenseman or pretty average? Uh, it's on the bigger side. Yeah, which which yeah, is big. definitely but what they've been he's looking at. But he's a two way guy. Like he's a good skater. He can move the puck well, and he, he's responsible too. So, at least that's what his his draft status was like. The, the profile was heading into the draft. Now, it hasn't gone well. It hasn't been great for him. But the lack of playing time could have a, a big big part of that. And like I said, he's going to get playing time because we have nobody else, hopefully, after the deadline to take those minutes. And we'll throw him to the Wolves, and we'll see if he, he can he can float. Um, but what I really want to get into here with, with this topic was the trade deadline. As we're getting closer, I think, I think was it two weeks? I think it's the 21st, right? March 21st. Correct me if I'm wrong on that. Um, but what we're seeing is some names being moved or talked about, at least from the Detroit side. So what I want to do is take some of those names and put them in specific categories. That This is all my opinion, nothing else. This is just what, what I look at um, here. And my first category is must move. And I'm going to start with Nick Letty. Eisman gave up a second-round pick for Nick Letty uh, in this offseason to be an important piece of the young defensive core. Now, it hasn't been proved. It hasn't been panning, panning out. On paper, his numbers aren't there. He hasn't been anything exciting. But what defensemen can be and should be at times is no-named guys that just go out there and do their job. He's done that pretty well. Like, I, I, I don't know the numbers, but the numbers don't matter at this point when it comes to this guy. It's all about how he fits. And can you put him out there and be confident? And he's want to stay in the cup with Chicago – He's had plenty of playoff experience with Chicago and the Islanders. He's been there. He's done that. And that's the type of guy that people will take a chance on just because, hey, put him as a sixth defenseman, and we don't have to worry about him. He's not going to put up points. He's not going to be aggressive, but he's going to make the outlet pass. He's going to make the right play. And push comes to shove, you can put him out there maybe on the power play. He's decent offensively, but – True contenders aren't going to use a guy like that, right? No. No, it's just championship pedigree. Been there, done that. Bring that mindset 121 in. 121 games in the playoffs. And, and, I mean, and that, that's a lot. I think it, yep. I think if you get a second round, like you said, like he has to get that, 
Well, that, that's what we gave up for him. That's and what I'm so, saying. So if you get that like, back, though, you, would be amazing. That's a good rental because you don't know what he has, like how he has impacted the guys in the locker room. You don't know that. Yeah. But he, he isn't the new style of defenseman. Exactly. It, and so you put him on a playoff team. I, I'm, I'm not against but, what you're saying because he could – go into some of those situations in tough playoff hockey, which gets a little bit back to normal, not as yeah. – I, I don't know. We're but, still kind of like learning that as hockey But he's people, not the right? – he, so you said he's not the, the new type of defenseman, right? Yeah. yeah what, what is, is that? What he is – what's that? What is the new type? A new type two of – Well, mainly one way. Yeah, like jumping. offensive mind, great skater, one of the best – Hockey players on the ice. Yeah, you're no really longer like standing back. You, like when you, the rush is going the other way, you're flying you're, the zone. Yeah. Like yeah. you're 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 on a rush on a two on one or a three on one or three on two. Yeah, you're almost yeah. like a secondary center mindset. Yeah, I mean it, yeah. it's yeah that, that's a good way to look at it. Is like you're just as good offensively as you are defensively. Is is what the new school. But what this what what Letty can bring is the steady guy to to compliment a guy like that. Which I think is – which school, I agree with you 100% defenseman. with the trade. I mean, trade deadline. To have somebody on your team like that could be huge. So yeah, I mean, look, to be honest – Second so, round, so, though. So, so I look at this – yeah, I, I don't see that happening. No. Nobody's going to look at Nick Letty and be like, yeah, I'm going to give you a second rounder. And But the be, the biggest value that the Red Wings have is – or leverage, I think, would probably be the right word, is we can eat that salary. So – I want to say he's right around. Oh shoot, I didn't write that down. I want to say he's ten and a half million. I could be wrong. If someone wants to look at that, my cap friendly, you can. But it's somewhere around there, and we can eat a lot of that that salary. And that's the key. Where if let's say, I'm just going to throw out an example here with like the Edmonton Oilers who might want to get better defensively, but they're up against the cap. I don't know if they are, but maybe they'll trade for a guy like Letty, and we'll take half or maybe more of his salary and then it's not going to hurt them against the cap and then they can get the true pieces that they want like that's where that's the key for what the Red Wings are going to do and I I just look at him as a must move mainly because you gave up a second round pick for him you're probably you might resign him doesn't really matter I guess that's not a part of the argument but you traded for him to move him for more and this is your opportunity to do it and I'm not saying I don't think it's going to happen but at the same time, you better get something back in return. That's where I'm just like, must move, even if it's a third-round pick or whatever. Lose the trade if you lose, need to. Lose the trade if you need to. But lose it by less than what it is if, mm. if, you, if you don't move them is, is basically where I'm at. I want to see good GMs just swallow their pride and just go, I screwed up. Yeah. I screwed up. Move on. Yep. And, and that, that's kind of where I think Eisman's going to have to do. And I don't think he's yeah. afraid to do that. What? Um, no. But you also have to find a buyer, too. That, yeah. That's another yep. another key to it. Um, another name on my must move is Vla, uh, Vladislav Nemestikov. He's not necessarily a must move, um, because I think I think he likes it here. He's a hometown guy, and and he's a good fit in Detroit. So it's not like a must move, but I feel like it's this is your opportunity to move him. He had a hot star. He fought some injuries. It hasn't been great, but. He's got experience. He's got he's got a little two way in him that uh, some teams might use to upgrade their third round or sorry third line. In in what line is he for us? He's been bumping around two and three, and he has he has had some time in on line one as well. Um, but it's just responsible. That that's basically where he's at, and hopefully somebody needs it. And I I'm not sure it's possible. I put him at must move mainly because. That's why we brought him here is is to try to upgrade that. Uh, similar to Letty, 
this is your opportunity. It's your opportunity to get something for, for nothing. He's cheap. People will trade for him. You don't have to eat the salary. It, it's just it's a good opportunity to get something. It's not going to break the bank. You're not going to get a huge prospect. You're not going to get a high-end draft pick. It's more of a quantity thing that can move up and, and get what you want um, later on is, is what I look at him. How old is he? Uh, 26, 27. I got gotcha. you. Would you want to? Would you want to hang on to him long term? I would so be the third and fourth line guy. I, he reminds me a lot, of, and I, I think I brought him brought this up. Uh, maybe this was off air at one point, but he reminds me of Thomas Vanek, where we signed him, we traded him, we re-signed him, and then we traded him. I feel like Nemesikov can kind of fit that piece, where we sign him, or we sorry, we signed him, we trade him, you trade him away, bring and him then back. bring him back. Yeah. That's where hey, I, I really here, think he fits. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Twenty nine. 29. So he's a little older. <laughs> I don't like care about this pen so much. I don't know why I, had, I thought that was a good time to pick it up. Why, why did I do that? No, I tried. We should have picked that You've up. You've been like him. pretty jittery all day. I have been. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have an espresso before this or something? No, I had a lot of coffee today, man. I slept yeah, like. Looks. I slept awful <laughs> yesterday. Well, like, speed oh, or something. It took me. Looks like you slept so, like, great. I, I was messing around with the stream deck. Last night, and I was getting so excited for tonight. Like, oh, I can't wait to be like switching scenes That's and like switching is. all this stuff. And I'm like, that got me so excited that I couldn't sleep last night. <laughs> How silly that is that. And then Jordan peed his bed and then woke us all up as well. So that didn't help. That's and then fun. I just got normal. very little sleep last night. So I drank a lot of coffee to get through the day. And does now that, here I am like struggling to, does to that even thing light stand up? still. What's that? Does that thing light up? Yeah, yeah it's lit, okay. lit up. Go I ahead. think Ryan was in his living room window. And he could see just like blue light and red light. <laughs> like, what is Sam's Sam? like laying in his bed, just playing with the buttons. I'm just watching like <laughs> oh, Red Wings time, <laughs> Pistons. So Lions. my wife, my wife ended up being very curious on that new player's name, and so she looked it up how to pronounce it. Please o- be Oli. Oli. Yes, it Ula- deserves to be Ola V. That's a really Ula good name. Ola V. Ulevy. Oh, I like it. Yeah. I just look at Nemesikov as get something. A fan. Not nothing. <laughs> so then my next category is fingers crossed. And I got two guys in here. I got Thomas Grice and Mark Stahl. Neither guy has much value um, because they're they're much better goalies, much better defensemen that I think people will rely on, including Letty. I would I would assume people would rather have Letty than a, a Mark Stahl. Mm-hmm. Um, but just fingers crossed that there's a significant injury around the league that people need depth. That's yeah, basically where desperate. I'm at. Yeah, desperate. And, and Stahl is a, is a name that I think could become a little more valuable just because of the name. Yeah. Everybody knows the Stahls. Everybody knows that their, their, their history, their, their reputation. Their, good genes. They're good, solid NHL hockey guys. And hopefully somebody – and hopefully somehow we, we find a way to move these guys. They're expiring deals. We'll see. I mean, that's basically it's amazing. Getting getting value on on an expiring deal with such little time left, like that'd be incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, my next category is kick the tires, and the only one here is Philip Zadina. He's not panning out as the sixth overall pick, um, but he's he could be a good candidate to move as a player, um, player for player swap. You know, like a guy that's not working out in. Let's just say the Islanders organization. That's a bad example because they're not going to make the playoffs. But let's say uh, the Lightning, that he's not getting playing time. Boston could be a a very interesting one um, that he'll be cheaper for them to re-sign and we could get a better player that's not getting the the type of playing time that he thinks he deserves. 
um, similar to like Ivana or Vrana with with uh, um, Mantha last year. Um, just it, it just. I don't want necessarily to move him because I, I believe in what he's doing. I believe in the growth that he's had over the last two months of, of the game rather than the, the start to the year that he had, which was so bad. Um, but I'd be okay with moving on. Um, I think it would be like a bittersweet trade like, like the Mantha was for me because yeah. I really liked Mantha. Um, but then you look at, you know, the, the, the going back to Tatar and, and Nyquist, it's like, yeah, they're good players on our team. Um, but then they're going to go on and not do anything, which what does that tell you about the organization? I feel like Zadina could probably be um, that type of guy where I want him to work out so badly that I'm not going to give up on him yet, but then he's going to move on and not do anything, and you're going to get a better player in return or better better package, if you will. How about if Iserman were to Iserman Ken Holland? I mean, <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> I mean that that's a team that that has a window. Their window is not they're not playing well either, you know? So they they got to change things up and these guys aren't getting younger. Um McDavid, I mean still one of the best in the league if not the best, yeah. but I mean it's you got to find pieces that work and I, I don't know if that that's necessarily a fit. Ken Allen's been suckered into worse. But Iserman has suckered a lot of GMs into worse. And that's <laughs> yeah. where I, I look at it and I'm like, we could get more. But at the same time, I, I just don't see where anybody really cares. It's got to be a disgruntled player for a guy that just needs to change, change the scenery type thing. One for one, move on. Now, again, I'd be okay with him staying. We're not gaining anything in this trade. It's just more or less trying <clears throat> to mix things up. I want him. Yep. I want to keep him. You want to keep Zadina? Yeah. And and that's another thing, like, heading in with, with, with Verona back, bring more depth in, make this team better. How does that work out? It's like the Jeremy Grant thing. It's like, what do you know? You don't know what you have until all the pieces are there. So let's let's wait for all the pieces to be there and then see how this looks. That's a good point. And, and jump in if you guys have, have anything. But I'm going to move on to the next category. Just is, is Is I put it as stop calling. And what I mean by that is we're not interested in moving these guys unless it's, you're going to absolutely break the bank, which nobody will. Um, I, I see Philip Peronic and Tyler Bertuzzi as guys getting mentioned that are very unlikely to get to get moved. Uh, they're both parts of the positives that we're seeing here in Detroit, and I think that's really important. And I believe that it's more valuable on the Red Wings than anybody else in this league will, will even look at these guys. I like Tyler Bertuzzi. I really like Tyler Bertuzzi. I really like Philip Philip Ronick. GMs around the league, in my opinion, don't value them the way that they're valued in in Detroit. Absolutely. Now, are these guys that I really think are building blocks to make this thing the the Stanley Cup contenders that we want? Probably not, because we need to upgrade. Tyler Bertuzzi shouldn't be a, a top three forward on a contending team. He won't be. Right, and he doesn't need he, to be, and that's where we get just need to upgrade our talent. Now, I really like Tyler Bertuzzi. Don't, and I feel like you're going to jump in and tell me I'm wrong about Tyler Bertuzzi. No, go ahead. I I just think like I, I agree with everything you're saying. Like I wish GMs would see the value in somebody like Tyler Bertuzzi going into the playoffs. You know, like, oh, like I, you know what I, I mean. I think he would be very valuable. I think I he really could be do. super valuable on a team. Imagine putting him on a third line or even like a. A second line and, I guess, and in certain certain scenarios. I guess the way I look at it is 
The way he plays fits a playoff team. Got to build around some people, what? right? You got to choose. Yes. You don't think yes so? Like, no. I think he fits into. Maybe I'm wrong, but I I just think he would fit a playoff roster. Very, are, are you very saying well. offer him up or keep him for us? Oh, I just like I would be fine. Like I I would hate to lose him because whatever. But like I do think that if if the right offer was there, like why not? Like I think he benefits a playoff team. Well, if I, if we're getting a ton in return, sure. Yeah. But what what but what like is he really like? Cause I is, I agree with you, Sam. Like is he really a a massive piece of our rebuild? I'm starting to wonder if he if he's not because he is getting older, and he, yeah, I, I agree. He's. I don't think that it's. I don't think when we go and win, hopefully a Stanley Cup but, in a but, couple of years, like that, yeah. he's the reason why. But the reason why I don't want them to move him is because he, he's not holding anybody back. You know what I mean? We 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 don't have a ton of prospects coming up that he's getting in the way of. Where I'm just like, I don't disagree. Let's but keep him and just. He, he is the Keep it going. he is the perfect yeah. second line guy. Yeah, when, we when, said when it about we, Glenn Denning. And, when we have uh, a bunch of super studs that take up the entire first line, he is a great second line guy. Yeah, and put pieces around him. Who are we talking about? Bertuzzi. So I thought. But what I mean, do you think. I want to keep him, Lucas Raymond. Come on, guys! Like, <laughs> this man this, loves Lucas Raymond. This would be Who doesn't. This would be the same thing as like rushing a rebuild. Just stop. Just stop shipping all your pieces away. At some point, you got to use piece. the pieces you have. See, that's where I, I, he might be a piece. Yeah, he I don't know. Honestly, he might is. be. He's not that old. I don't know if he is. Okay, okay. Name but a piece be, then. So. Who's the Who's the piece? Lucas Raymond. Mostly. Yeah. Oh, sorry. You want him? No, no. The problem no. is, you, <laughs> the problem, giving him I, I, the answers. I think Larkin's part of that too. The I, problem I, I is, you see. cannot have a roster. You cannot have a roster of twenty-one and to twenty-three year olds and think that you're going to win. I agree. You cannot do that. So hold on to the veterans that fit this team that that provide some lo- locker room type of you know atmosphere and invest in them. Keep them until they're 31. Like, you have to have some of these guys that lead the organization. If he's a leader, keep him. How many times have we screamed the whole Detroit mentality? Every every time we have a player leave or come into the organization, no matter who you're talking about, they just scream that that Detroit mentality, that that blue-collar mentality. Any sport. Bertuzzi is that player that you want to have on your team i agree i'm not i'm not saying move him unless it's the right piece what i'm getting at is i think it's he is the right piece to help a playoff team but, but, it would deserve a lot but i don't know that we're ever going to get saying, to that point you're but saying at the, the same time is enough. what he does a lot of people do a lot of people do and that's yeah, where i just look at wrong, it is they but, can do it for cheaper they can call up a guy and, he's a and make it happen so you're saying he's a piece? Well, I yeah, I feel like Bertuzzi can fit multiple roles. I mean, he's fitting a role that really is not even him. Yeah, he's. He, if Bertuzzi's one of your leading goal scorers, that's a problem. Yeah, there that's, you go. <laughs> so keep him so, until he's not. Until he's not, and th- but which then you got to have great. that secondary goal scoring, which the Red Wings have always been haunted by. But uh, we'll move on from from this. All right? You guys, hear that? No. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook. Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch. State of my so sports. Jared's done with his podcast. Where were two? Yeah. It honestly feels like it's been longer than two hours, though. In a lot of All ways. Right, can we get the paper comparison yet? Because uh, we're doing Ernie's paper best comparison? friend with oh, the jacuzzi. Just feel the difference. Bertuzzi. 
I should have said jacuzzi. Honestly, one but I said piece jacuzzi. of one piece of this paper is better than two pieces of that. Like no uh, doubt. It's un- all right. Can, all right. Can, before the night ends, can can I please do a little bit of a uh, ask the a paper like, analysis questions? <laughs> ask questions. Yeah. Like this is this is a pretest for my class. There's 83 questions. <laughs> yeah. We don't have that How many are you going to do? Well, uh, I'll just do a handful. All right. Can What's we, a handful can we, with can we get our betting segment done? No, no, yeah. no. Do, do this real quick. Real fast? Yeah. Or? You want to do it now? It's up All to right. you guys. Yeah, do it now. Do something. All right. Yeah. Here we go. This is history stuff? Yeah. Oh, I'm going <laughs> to go to the bathroom now. This is, bad. is this how, a subway thing? How no? old do you have to be to serve in the House of Representatives? 32. 35. In the House? In the House of Representatives. 18. Okay. 32. Okay. 25. Micah, nice word. 25 is correct answer. Really? Yep. Holy smokes. I had no idea. Dang. Let's go. All right. What's next? How many total representatives are there in the House of Representatives? Oh, man. Like 32. (laughs) 385. 61. 435. <laughs> I was pretty I close. No I was pretty close. <laughs> you were within 100. Why are there so many? 385 to 435, not bad. That's within 100. How, 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 long, right. how long is the term for a U.S. senator? Oh, my. I, 12 years. Too long. No, guys, it's four years. 12 years. What's your guess, Mike? Eight. Six years. Damn, man, <laughs> I was going to say six. Oh. <laughs> A senator, a U.S. Senator Six. Can I keep going? Can I keep Give going? Give us three more. <laughs> All right. <laughs> he kind of likes it. It's he kind of likes it, but kind of hates it. We got to do this random, random questions by Trav. We got to do it. New segment. You got to either like text it in or just join. Trav's test. Um, how many votes to end a filibuster in the Senate? Oh come on. Oh, yeah, seriously. Well, uh, all right. So how? Oh, first of all, what is a filibuster? It's something that fills busted stuff. <laughs> it's like tape, <laughs> duct tape. It's the requirement to go above 50% majority oh, to make something no. change. So 60%. You right? all so suck. It's, so it's like, over 60%. <laughs> First of all. 61 you, votes. It's 60 votes, but like the go. fact that you don't, nobody's. <laughs> Come on. I, I told Good you. Job. That was great. And just, just smartness of like breaking it down. But smartness. still did not say what a filibuster was. What are you talking about? It, it's, re- bus it's what it's what busted. breaks the requirement of the majority. That's what it is. Right? right? Two more questions. He's acting right, like two I, more two more questions. He's acting like I messed that up, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, now. I, I got the senator thing wrong, which is weird. But yeah, go ahead. So a, a president negotiates treaties, right? Thirty-five years Allegedly. old. Oh, I thought you asked yeah. how old a president, a president had to be. Negotiates treaties. If you what, know where what, you are. What happens to get it passed? Signature. You have to sign the treaty. <laughs> I'll be talking about. All right, next, a, next a, guess. a case of beer. And a Sam? bill. Well, has somebody else, right? <laughs> like who who has to approve it? Jennifer Granholm. Both sides <laughs> of the treaty. <laughs> oh my gosh. Y'all. NATO. I think you all need to come to class. <laughs> tra- oh my, this is, this is embarrassing. That's such a general question. No, it's not. It's very specific. <laughs> what's the answer? <laughs> like, okay, so president negotiates Paper. a treaty. How does it become official in the United States? 
It, it passes the House you and the Senate. Signed the document. Mike is the closest, but it must pass two-thirds of the Senate in order to actually ratify a tweet. Well, I'm going to go with This is the I stuff you teach every day? That. I took that so literally. I was literally talking about putting a signature on a document. Like, <laughs> it's not that until they... They do it. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm questioning your teaching skills. I'm right. questioning the right. teaching questioning. skills. I'm questioning y'all. All right. <laughs> one more. One more. All right. We got to do one more. Last one. <laughs> Why isn't Jarrett answering any of these yeah, questions? Yeah, because he's he's asking something. He's in the jacuzzi. What did he say? What 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 do you get when you mix Ernie's best friend with the jacuzzi? Bertuzzi. That's pretty funny, actually. <laughs> Bert. Um, oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> which Which amendment? Um, allowed, allowed women to vote. I didn't know there was an amendment. <laughs> I didn't know they were allowed to. Yeah, women were not allowed to vote originally because well, it was they, not in the Constitution. Therefore, it was left up to the states. Most states said no. So there had to be an amendment. It's well, either... It's either. What? Come on, where's my wife? 11? Okay, no. Just keep guesses going. 13th. 26th. Okay. Oh, all right. <laughs> no, first, first, <laughs> none of you were right. Nineteenth Amendment, first of all, but the thirteenth, like, what did the thirteenth Amendment do? And then that's your bonus question. Please tell me all. No, the thirteenth. Right okay, voting rights for well, sure. Let's be honest. I, I, all I care about is the it's Civil amendment. War. We need, a new, we need a new podcast. It's civil War related. Be... It's Civil War related. I would, have, I would love I'm to start gonna, a podcast the 13th, that you would join in. The third, <laughs> true, but the 13th Freedom Amendment for black people. ended. <laughs> well, you're right. It ended slavery. Yes, thank you. you are right. I you said thank you. from black people. I said freedom <laughs> for black people. <laughs> I thought you said, I thought you said from, from. No. freedom for yeah, black so you had people. So you had it close. Thank you. I cornered it. I had it all the way there. What's the what second amendment? Co- Please, you guys want me to go? <laughs> yeah, true. yeah, I can go them all if you want. No, we're good. Right to bear arms. You want me to start? Just go <laughs> one through. No, no, oh, you're good, good job. You've read it before. All right, Ryan. Oh, I mean, that is obviously the easiest Ryan, one. Explain betting hero, and I'll give my parlay out quick so we can wrap this all thing right, up. All right, guys. Betting hero is uh, uh, really is a great, really a great way to support the podcast. Right, it's one of the best ways, at least financially. You just go to bettinghero.com. Use promo code MIBETS and they will lay out every single promo code available to you using the betting platform that you prefer to use. But not only that, you can actually compare whatever options they have available at the time. So sometimes you get a a betting platform that has a better uh, odd that you're looking for and use that to your advantage. Win, get money, use the best promo codes to get free money. So again, bettinghero.com, promo code MIBETS. 13th Amendment frees the slaves. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Freedom from black you people. You learned something. Is what, what Ryan said. I'm, I said I'm four. Con- I said I think four. from, we're going to check the tape, and hopefully it's a nice little um, drop I can use later on. Uh, last year <laughs> or last week, my Wednesday parlay was plus 259, Leafs minus one and a half. They lost five to one. Yeah, so that was the, that's where that it really, me. That's where it struggled. Um, but then the over in the Kraken Predator game was seven total goals. That was a win. 76ers win over the Knicks. Uh, that was a win. It was a close game for the majority of it, but the 76ers came back to win 123 to 108. Again, two and one. Come on, getting man. closer. Which, which I should for Unless, your parlays, I should just start betting the bets, not the parlay. That's a great point. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah, because you usually um, lose in the one. So this week, I got the Bulls to cover against the Pistons. The Bulls have lost five straight games and need to get a right, a good get right game. The Pistons are playing above their heads. Look, I would rather the Pistons win. 
rather them to keep on rolling, but it just seems like a get-right game for the Bulls and a letdown game for the Pistons. So I'm going to take the points, for the, or like minus the points. So whatever it is, I don't know what it's going to be. We'll see. Um, but take it. I think it's going to be a blowout. Um, my next one is Edmonton Moneyline. This one I'm a little hesitant about um, against the Capitals. Edmonton, again, desperate. They're getting, they've gotten one point in the last three games and currently are outside of the playoff picture. They really need this one. And even though the Capitals are kind of in the same boat as the last team in the uh, conference, they have like a 10-point lead, I think, in, against the Black, Blue Jackets heading into the, the today. So um, I could see them, uh, Edmonton, coming out and, and playing some good hockey and winning this. And then my last one is the over in the Canucks-Canadians game. Look, when it gets to six and a half, that's really tough. Hopefully it's not there. I, again, I, I try to do this before the lines are out and just try to assume that it's going to work out, but I really think the over in this could be could be the play. Hopefully, I mean, maybe do the alternative spread or alternate spread or over-under and you can get what you want, but that, that's where I'm going to go. So Bulls to cover the Pistons, Edmonton money line, over in the Canucks-Canadians. What are you guys good little about? All right. So before that's you hilarious. do not, no, 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 we don't need to get into it. Well, <laughs> I just got a question for the the the, the people listener. and y'all. Um, Jeez, so many. Where, cows. Look at where, how long these where are. does where who creates tax law? Jared, I think I think that's a tax law right there in the comments, man. That no, thing is long. Who creates the taxes? Like who creates tax law? Evil people. Yep. The devil. <laughs> so if we don't even know where tax law comes from, Congress, right? Or is it IRS? Con- it shouldn't be. What IRS. part of Congress? The conquers. It's written right by the House. Gets passed, sent to the Senate. They got to. Let's go. Right? Somebody's murder on that executive right. branch got to sign it off. Yeah, but Trav, did Matthew Stafford win a playoff game this year? <laughs> that's what people really want. No, to that's basic stuff. But I'm, yeah, like I, I think the point that he's trying to make. Which, if you don't know what I'm talking about, yeah, you should not do your taxes. Tech- I don't disagree. Check it out. What, what, you have time to read three million pages. That's what the tax code is. No, I do not. I know not, nobody does. That's that, the point. Jared, you're writing too much, man. We're already late as it is. Michael, what are we drinking tonight? <laughs> From the hops, you should, you should read your amendments. Though. Come on, we're yeah, drinking cranky flamingo. It's a four point eight percent. And I just saw this goza. It's not ghosts. It's goza. Brewed. What's the difference? I don't know. It's in parentheses. Pronunciation. Goza. Goza. Brewed with Himalayan pink sea salt and dried hibiscus <laughs> flowers, tart flavors of pomegranate and citrusy coriander, hints of salt with an effer. Vescent. What is that word? It's gotten worse. Effer, <laughs> effervescent. What is that? Body. An effervescent body. Someone looked that up. What the heck does that word it's mean? It's like forefront. All right, think, what's your rating? Think spring with <laughs> this all refreshing in brew. Oh, no. After the quiz. I want to yeah. get back to the quiz question. <laughs> and don't forget, it contains wheat. There we go. Trev, we'll give you one more question to wrap this thing up after the beer grades. So oh, get it ready. Right. Ryan, start us off. For for what? What you think? Beer grade. Oh, got it. Um, I like it. I, I liked the last hibiscus beer. I like this one. Hey, Mikey, um, he likes it. Yeah, mm. eight three. Holy smokes, Jarrett! Look what he's doing. I he just Whoa. did he copy and paste that? I think he copied yeah. and pasted 100%. it. Hundred <laughs> percent. Jeez. You either have like really strong fingers, <laughs> yeah, or you copy and pasted. 
Holy smokes. Pretty sure that's uh, Emancipation <laughs> Proclamation. I can't fully see because my eyes scores, are blind. But seven years ago. Our fathers. Read it, okay. Ryan. No. <laughs> so, no. So, no. 8-3. Th- this beer, I feel like it's one of the more recent beers where I can taste everything that's described on the paper. What was the I, word that you couldn't say? I wanted to say it. Effervescent. <laughs> <laughs> effervescent. 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 So it's very effervescent oh, to you? so effervescent body. Do you think it's effervescent, Ryan? Yeah, it's very forward and in the background at the same time. <laughs> so the sea salt, it, it's not overpowering. I mean, I, I, I've had beers where everyone likes to feature sea salt. And it's just too much, you know? Yeah, because usually it's like lime, right? Yeah, lime and heavy on the sea salt is just too much. You know, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna drink something like that, it's gonna be a true margarita out of a glass. Um, but this beer, this is a great beer. Um, it's it's very citrusy. You can definitely taste coriander in it, and the hibiscus comes out really nice overall in the beer. Uh, I'm gonna go with an eight point four. Eight four, good score. What did Ryan do? He did an 8-3. Trab, what do you think of this one? Honestly, it's not fully my type of style. No? No. But, like, for it, I'm going to do an old 7, just because that's my favorite number. But, honestly, it's a terrible uh, rating. That's that's all about LA and your Yeah, it is. I'm just getting excited. I think that Russell should (laughs) go with 7, just take the number out of retirement. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what number is Russell Wilson anyway? Three, which is Drew Locke's number, so he's going to take that. Yeah, I'm sure he will. Um, I agree with you guys. I, I, I think it's a better beer than Trav gave it as a grade. I, yeah. I really like the flavors. I like the – it's like not overly salty, not overly um, – It's it, is bitter the right word? It's crisp. It's, it's fresh. Yeah? I want to say crisp, yeah, it's personally. Yeah, um, But I don't know. I, I really I like it. I you're tasting the hibiscus. Hibiscus. It's effervescent. It's, um, <laughs> it's got an effervescent body. It does contain wheat, um, but no, I'm, I'm going to give it a seven point nine. I think it's a it's a very good beer, Jarrett. You're you're just killing us here, buddy. Holy what is going God. on? Goodness gracious! That's the same copy and paste. He oh, it is. He didn't do it again. <laughs> oh, I thought he did it again. You must be hallucinating because it's been two hours and sixteen minutes. All right, well, let's Trav. One more question. <laughs> Are you guys ready for this? Yeah. All right. Expired. Is that it? Oh, my gosh. You got to hurry up, man. Yeah. All right. How many justices are there on the Supreme Court? No. 45. Seven. Nine. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. Yeah. Good Lord. <laughs> did you actually know that? I gave yes, it the easiest one I of all time. I didn't even listen to the question. You text him the answer. No. No. Guys, no, you guys, guys should know this. You Please should know tell that. me that you are... You knew I that. didn't listen to the question, man. I'm just trying to move Why on. Why not 10? Why wouldn't they have 10? Well, All right. Hold yeah. on. Because it's going to be even number. Yeah, because then there, you, you would need a majority, right? Oh, yeah. I'll need yes. to come to class. Why do you think I picked 45? Okay. Because of Trump. Hit, out, it hit the outro. <laughs> I don't even know where that is anymore. It's been a long so time. So sad. That was episode 140-something and 7, I think. Thank you for your comments Struggles. thank you guys for recording <laughs> thank you guys for all for listening Jarrett stop commenting we'll talk to you next week if not sooner you've been listening to state of my sports peace
From the Red Wings to the Lions, to the Tigers to the Pistons, to Michigan and Michigan State, and everything in between, we're talking about it. And don't forget the beer. We hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. In the meantime, hook up with us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch at State of My Sports with an M-I. We'll see you next time.